prepared for a master and deserves one. Now let's set the record straight. There's no argument over the choice between peace and war, but there's only one guaranteed way you can have peace, and you can have it in the next second. Surrender. Admittedly, there's a risk in any course we follow other than this, but every lesson of history tells us that the greater risk lies in appeasement, and this is the specter our well-meaning liberal friends refuse to face, that their policy of accommodation is appeasement, and it gives no choice between peace and war, only between fight or surrender. If we continue to accommodate, continue to back and retreat, eventually we have to face the final demand, the ultimatum, and what then? Well, Nikita Khrushchev has told his people he knows what our answer will be. He has told them that we're retreating under the pressure of the Cold War, and someday, when the time comes to deliver the final ultimatum, our surrender will be voluntary, because by that time, we will have been weakened from within spiritually, morally, and economically. He believes this because from our side, he's heard voices pleading for peace at any price, or better read than dead. Or as one commentator put it, he'd rather live on his knees than die on his feet. And therein lies the road to war, because those voices don't speak for the rest of us. You and I know and do not believe that life is so dear and peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery. If nothing in life is worth dying for, when did this begin? Just in the face of this enemy? Or should Moses have told the children of Israel to live in slavery under the pharaohs? Should Christ have refused the cross? Should the patriots at Concord Bridge have thrown down their guns and refused to fire the shot heard round the world? The martyrs of history were not fools. And our honored dead, who gave their lives to stop the advance of the Nazis, didn't die in vain. Where then is the road to peace? Well, it's a simple answer after all. You and I have the courage to say to our enemies, there is a price we will not pay. There is a point beyond which they must not advance. This is the meaning. In the phrase of Barry Goldwater, peace through strength, Winston Churchill said the destiny of man is not measured by material computations. When great forces are on the move in the world, we learn we're spirits, not animals. And he said there's something going on in time and space and beyond time and space, which, whether we like it or not, spells duty. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on Earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness.
Happy Friday, you MAGA extremist deplorables out there. Welcome in, my fellow MAGA extremists. MAGA extremists. Another Freedom Friday. James, what's going on? Uh, nothing, man. Really excited to be here. It's going to be fun. Lots of uh, lots of stuff to talk about. We got a uh, full blown Hitler in front of us. And <laughs> we've all been, we've all been designated as MAGA extremists, and um, it's going to be it. a fun ride. Let me tell you. It, every every time listening. this old man opens his mouth and talks shit about the MAGA base, the Trump base, all it does is is it makes us just emboldened like it it it, it energizes I, I, us it, it like yeah yeah call us call us something else ultra maga yeah, no, extremists i mean well i think i think he's trying to elicit a response out of trump supporters and and us maga extremists absolutely and it's and not just, him it's not him he wouldn't know he would know a response if it if it hit him in the dick yeah, literally, like this is this is all from his handlers. But, but he's with, reading a teleprompter. Like we know yeah. that he's reading a teleprompter. So, so who's who's writing the what goes on the teleprompter? Not him. Clearly not him. No, no. And 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 I and I don't even think he makes edits. Like when Donald Trump was president, um, he they would they would have uh, the press secretary. They'd have his 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 speech written and everything. And literally minutes before. So he couldn't have any pushback. He'd have a red Sharpie marker and he would write all over the speech and make his changes literally minutes or set literally seconds before he would take the podium and just change stuff. And and they were like, hey, he's 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 uncontrollable. He's ungovernable. He's going to do what he wants to do. And there he is with the speech well, with the red Sharpie on it. Big penis energy with his fucking big penis energy. Yeah. That's the only but, way you're going to pull something off like that. What, um, what's, what's, what's great. So, all right. So last night, uh, oh, Philadelphia, Philadelphia, right? Yeah, he was in. Right. in Phil, I, I forgot it was Philadelphia, Pittsburgh. Philadelphia, twenty-four minutes. That was that was the length of the speech. Twenty-four minutes. Joey Bag of Donuts. Yeah, and he didn't. Yeah, he he managed in twenty-four minutes to completely smear. You know, well, I don't know, maybe seventy million people, seventy million voting Americans. Uh, uh, a former president more right well he he literally with the red backdrop it looks like honestly when you look at that you would think it was something out of a movie or like it was photoshopped for a meme you see the the side by side i wish i I wish you had it to bring it up the side by side of joe biden and v for vendetta did you see that side? Yes, by side? I, I did see that. Yes, yeah. I, was I, identical, I, there dude. Was so there was so many, um, there was so many memes from it. I mean, you know, you had, so like, you got literally, yeah, you, you got this one. I mean, look at look at the comparison. And this is unedited. This is just a photo of him behind the podium. Yeah, who understands this whole nation? What's that? So that CNN edited it. Yeah. They, well, they lightened, they lightened it to make it look pink. So, uh, and then you have, so again, he, he is, you know, air quote, the president, and he's here dividing America more. And he's supposed to be, was supposed to be the great unifier, you know, back to his inauguration speech. He's supposed to heal, supposed to unify. Obviously, that was all bullshit. But just like everything else he said, this was a complete campaign speech for Democrats, obviously, to 
to to smear to smear Republicans, to smear the MAGA base, to get some sort of response, which they'd like to have. But after this happened, after this happened uh, last night, he uh, immediately there was polling out there, and even some of the mainstream media. Some of the mainstream media, I think it was NBC, C, uh, CBS, a few of them were criticizing the backdrop, criticizing his speech. Well, you know, none of them picked it up, right? Like none of them played the actual yeah. speech. Not one, no. not one mainstream, which is very odd. And to me, that that that, that says that they either knew he was going to be very dict- dictator type speech like that was that that's the vibe that i got i don't know that's what it was it's 100 dictator material i mean they didn't want they didn't want the average american the the base that still watches these networks because it's not many let's be honest here there's not many people still watching those channels but the ones that are they didn't want them to see that and run the other way be like no this is too much for me this is too much and so they didn't pick it up they didn't pick it up nobody picked it up and i think that's very telling to me i really do and the best, the best was literally. So today, they're trying to walk everything back because polling came out and he, he, they were completely destroyed. Like, what, what did you do? I'd love to know. I'd love to know what the conversations were in the West Wing this morning after that debacle. It definitely last wasn't night. with Joe Biden. It was with <laughs> no. the hand, between the handlers. Sure. It was like who's who who put that on the teleprompter? Like it's like it's like uh Anchorman. Who put that on the teleprompter? You right. know he reads whatever you put on there. They literally <laughs> they literally said he literally said he Trump supporters, MAGA Republicans are an extreme threat to democracy, freedom, rights. Okay. He he said that. And then today he actually says, I don't consider any Trump supporter to be a threat. After he said Trump supporters are a threat. He asked him that. He's like, yes. Yeah, I don't I don't think uh, any MAGA supporters are a threat. Oh, but you, oh, you you said that. You literally said that last night, like not even 24 hours ago, dude. Right. Like not even 24 hours ago. So you're telling me that we have all this playback of you saying this and like screaming with your red background and fists in the air like you're Adolf Hitler and and then the very next day. And and I think the wildest thing, Mm -hmm. the wildest thing was the show of force with the military, the Marines. So, and, and so that's another thing. All right. So you had two Marines in the background, which is okay. When a president speaks, typically you'll, they'll have the Marines there. Now, again, uh, this is what's that? Not always, dude. They're, they're, they're there. They may not be in the camera shot, but they're always. Yeah, they're but not, not in the camera shot. Like putting them in the camera shot like that is, is purely optics. Just right. like, like, I, I don't think people understand that they are, they know exactly what they're doing. Yes, They're not, but- this is this is none of this was like oh we just made a mistake we're idiots we shouldn't have put no. a red background and mar- marines behind him or had him read this speech this was very deliberate everything that they did yes and 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 literally you know and that was another thing he was criticized for even by some people in the mainstream media where this is supposed to be an apolitical speech like you're supposed to be talking about the soul of the nation and 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 the and, and what you're doing as president and, and whatever else you, you want to talk about as far as selling policy and everything else, 
you literally sat there for 24 minutes talking about how bad Republicans are and the and the supporters of Donald J. Trump are. And, you know, January 6th and the attack on law enforcement, which is complete bullshit and everything else. Which and is actually your side, you fucking. So, so. Again, that's something if a campaign speech. Yeah, he had the military place there to look at. Look at me. I'm Joe Biden. I'm like, I'm like, you know, hail Biden here, uh, like Adolf Hitler. And, you know, it's, 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 it's fucked up. Like, uh, so I had another thing, just, it's funny how he says to to Peter, uh, Peter Juicy, no, no, I don't, I don't find, I don't find any, any Trump or MAGA Republicans a threat, but here we go. And this is great. I love when, I love when Defiant uh, LS uh, does this. There you go. October 6th. Your your boomer is showing. Your boomer is showing. What are you talking about? You call them Defiant LS. It's Defiant L's. Like L's. Oh, are you fucking kidding me? L's, LS, L's. Well, then you know what? Put it in. Your boomer is showing, my friend. Boomer. How about about Boomer My Balls? I don't give a shit. Redact this. Yeah, here we go. Redact, redact my. So, anyway. (laughs) <laughs> defiant L's, Defiant LS, just for James, Defiant LS. And now I'm going to, that, that's defiant what he is L's, now. Like- October 6, 20, 2020, unity over division, tweet from Joe Biden. September 1st, 2022, Donald Trump and MAGA Republicans are a threat to the very soul of this country. Yeah, you can't, you can't hide the tweets, you dumb fuck. You can't hide the tweets. You tweeting son of a bitch. You can't hide the tweets. But mean tweets, orange man, bad. He's mean. He doesn't speak properly and like a president. He's he's dividing the nation. He's just so divisive. And he called uh, Peter Ducey a dumb son of a bitch after he told all of his staff members that if anyone's treated with disrespect, whether it be a staff member or media, you're fired on the spot. And he calls Peter Ducey a, a dumb son, son of a bitch. I mean, you want to you want to take it out back, Jack? You want to see how many pushups we could do? You want to see? You want to see? I'll I'll do more push-ups than you. I'm in my 80s. I'll do more push-ups didn't than he you. Call, didn't he call that guy fat? He called him fat. Hey, fat. <laughs> you ain't black, Alan. You ain't black. You ain't. If you ain't, yeah, you ain't black. Cut. Come on. If you ain't voting for Trump, you ain't a MAGA extremist. <laughs> Come on. Let's go, Brandon. <sighs> Let's go, Brandon. You know what they say, I just think it's great how stupid, how stupid that they see Americans that literally he'll sit there and say, no, 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 I don't, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think MAGA supporters or Trump supporters are a threat. You just said it. You just said it less than 24 hours ago. You just said it. They they don't care, dude. How many times, like literally look at everything that, that Joey Bag of Donuts has said throughout the course of him campaigning to him becoming president and how he did the complete opposite almost every single time, mm-hmm. like every single time he says he's going to do one thing. Like, Oh, no one under making under $400,000 is going to get taxed. Yeah. Okay. So much for that. Hey, I don't know if you heard, but last month's job numbers were in and they, they got 315,000 new jobs, little uptick in unemployment though. I think up to like 3.7%, but, um, Press Secretary Corrine Jean Pierre, the 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 bright light of transparency in the press briefing room, who couldn't answer her a question to get out of a paper bag, literally sat there and said, 
315,000 jobs last month. And Joe Biden has the record job creation since he's been president of 10,000 million jobs. Yes, you heard it here. 10,000 million jobs since Biden is in office. 10,000 million. 10,000 million. I mean, that is an unbelievable That's, record. That is impressive. 10,000 million. I got to give Joey Bag of Donuts a, a, a round of applause. Like, that's. And that's pretty, ten, pretty nice. Ten, Are you a CNN? 10,000, 10,000 million. And this is, uh, this is what we have to deal with. 10,000 million jobs. I wish I got one of those jobs. Well, you know, listen, we're not going to get it because we're MAGA extremists. We're a threat to democracy. And, uh, I, I think people really need to, um, wake up and realize that, we have to become more than a threat to the Democratic Party, and we have to put an end to their tyrannical reign. And really, people need to just listen to what these morons are saying, because they're going to keep saying it, and then they're going to keep denying it. Yep. And then they we're going to still have morons out there that are supporting them. Like. MAGA supporters to get violent. This is what they're pushing for. I, I, I truly believe it. They say it over and over on the radio or on the radio, on the TV and mainstream media. Uh, they want us, the Amer MAGA Americans are pushing for a civil war. QAnon Americans are pushing for a civil war. This is what they're pushing for. And this is by Joey Bagadonut saying what he said is, is a direct correlation of where they're going. They have no other choice. They want to raid they want to raid Donnie. They want to put this out for the optics. We all know, like if you're if you have any brain cells in your brain whatsoever, you know this is another big nothing burger. Just like the the list that goes on forever of nothing burgers that they brought to the table. Yep. So them raiding him is a nothing burger. I fully expect. I I, I really do uh, an indictment. I fully expect after the midterms. After the midterms. <laughs> I, I think either right before or right after. I agree. It's, I think right before it, Christmas, it's going to happen. It, it, there's going to be an indictment of Donald Trump, and they they desperately are trying to hold on to control. And again, it's going to be a big nothing burger. It's all for optics. And they're going to be like, oh, look, we got Orange Man bad, blah, blah, blah. The headlines, they're going to run everything about it. And they're expecting Donald Trump supporters to run out into the streets and start rioting. And I'm telling you right now, they're going to use a January 6th style of attack where they're going to dress Antifa. They're going to dress BLM activists like Jonathan Sullivan uh, and the CNN reporter in MAGA gear. And oh, I believe it. And they're going to riot. I, I fully expect this. I really do. When and, they then, and, then, and, 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 and this is the rhetoric. This is the rhetoric because yeah. then Americans, just like on January 6th, just like on January 6th, it wasn't the, the average patriot that started go, going nuts. It was the agitators, the paid agitators that were there, and good-hearted Americans fell for the trap. Ray they, Epps. Where's Ray Epps? Where is Ray? Where is Ray Big Ray? Did, did you see, did you see uh, what Donald Trump retruthed the other day? Uh, I don't know about – I mean, I, I he retruths multiple things a day. The only thing that stood out to me was what he said about uh, that he plans on – pardoning january 6th rioters and he said that he is currently financially bad financially bad financially backing some so <clears throat> that he had just said i don't know if it was today or yesterday donald trump retruths this uh this post and says is this true 
Ray Epps is married to Robin Epps. She is the national director of sales and development at Dominion Enterprises, which Dominion Voting is a division of. Are you surprised me? Are you still believing there is such a thing as a coincidence? Now, what I said on my Tuesday show, I'm going to say here again. How many times over the course of Donald Trump's presidency has he put out tweets or made statements where everybody's like, ah, no, he's crazy. There's no way. This is fucking nuts. It's fake. It's this, that, or the other. And then a month, couple months, a year, a couple years go by, and all of a sudden we find out that it was 100% fact and true. Oh, yeah. How many times has that happened? Quite a few. When he retruths something like that, not only is that putting a major spotlight on Ray Epps, because where the fuck is this guy? That's a still good to question. This day, Jeremy Brown. Jeremy Brown is in jail still to this day. Still to this day in jail. While yeah. Ray Epps, who has video footage of him screaming to storm the Capitol, walks around free. No big deal. It's the, the, the biggest insurrection in American history, the biggest threat to American uh, government. A yeah, former a guy New York City cop just got sentenced to 10 years in prison, I think, yesterday. That was that was in the Capitol. I think ten years in prison. I don't know what his exact charges were, but he just got ten years. For what? Arrested yeah, for exactly. What? I'm not allowed to stand up for myself. <laughs> I don't know what they said he did. America, I'm sorry. I, I don't listen. It's backtrack a little bit. Yes, I believe they want a reaction out of Trump supporters, out of MAGA supporters, so they can go back and say, look, they're extremists, they're domestic terrorists, talk about it all the way through the 2024 election, 100 million percent, 10,000 million percent. Does he call the National Guard in? No, I I don't even, details, it it doesn't even matter. But if if that happens, if it's a false flag or whatever it is, but then and then here's another thing they'll go back on. That fucking moron, Lady G, Lindsey Graham, a Republican senator that actually says, well, if Donald Trump gets prosecuted, there's going to be riots in the street. Listen. So hot right now. Listen, you dumb fuck. People on the right are not going out to riot in the streets. That's not rational people who love this country are not going out to set cars on fire, federal buildings on fire. It's not happening. That doesn't affect the government. Like, this isn't what I never understood about any of the riots that were going on for George Floyd and, and, and everything with that. I never got it because they weren't going to the politicians' houses. They weren't going to the government buildings they were going to their local communities and they were destroying the the jobs that they all work and the businesses that all support that community and it was doing nothing to to stop their agenda and the same thing like average americans patriot americans god-fearing americans are not going out and destroying their own communities no i'm sorry it'll never happen like that's the last thing that we're going to do because we realize that those communities are what keep us afloat those are where we work those are the places that we do we shop and and conduct business like every day like think of all the stores and local places that you go to on on a daily basis if you go out and destroy all of that where are you going to go 
What are you going to do? No, exactly. Like, like, remember when the pandemic happened? People were like, ah, you know what? I could go to the place down the, a couple, couple, couple towns over so I don't have to wear a mask. But it's right. convenient right down the street. So I'm going to put on the mask because mm-hmm. I'm a cop. You know, you think people are going to get out of here. There's no way. There's no fucking way. But, and, he, and here's the other flip side to it, too. Like, take what he, what that 24-minute ridiculous speech about how MAGA Republicans and, uh, and Trump supporters are threats. Now, that galvanizes these sick leftist extremists, you know, like the ones that want to go out and, uh, and vandalize, you know, uh, right-leaning organizations and go out and attempt assassinations on uh, Supreme Court justices. So now I'm waiting for the assaults on people who are Trump supporters. Somebody, yeah, I hope somebody tries to fucking because I would love it. Then you know what? You know what, Joe Biden? You have just incited violence against I, MAGA supporters and Trump supporters. I um, hope. <laughs> I hope. I hope someone walks up to me and tries to start something dumb. I really do. Like, I'm, like, dying for that to happen. I'm not going to go looking for it. But if someone tries to get physically violent with me because I'm a Trump supporter because of what this bag of shit said to the American public, I am going to literally just smash faces. It's going to be so much fun. (laughs) It's going to be so much fun. Yeah. And then then guess what? Guess, you know— Guess, guess what ends up happening? You end up being the bad guy anyway in that scenario if you happen to be the Trump supporter in that in that altercation. It's gonna, you know, it it, it will be well. You are. Oh, yeah, of course, I'll be I'll be demonized, uh, but but at the same time, I'm gonna defend myself. If well, yeah, everyone has the right to defend don't, themselves. Don't, don't go out and look for violence. Like absolutely not. Do not go out and start violence. Do not go out and instigate violence. Don't don't even get involved. Like if you can just completely ignore them, just completely ignore them. It's not even worth your time. But if if I'm walking in the streets and I get accosted because I have a Trump like a Trump shirt or or or, or America a Patriot style shirt like this is, it's sad dude like really think about this I don't have any like anytime I go out and get food I never wear any like Trump gear anything like nothing that has Donald Trump I don't Trump even think I don't even think I have yeah. I have one shirt that says forty five two. From when he was running for re-election, I literally I don't have any other shirts, anything with Donald Trump on it. Nothing. Even even like like this shirt has Donnie on it, or uh, our our Donnie's calling line with the 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 retro Donnie. Hmm. Um, You know, we we have a lot of Donald Trump, or even you know when I was wearing my MAGA hat all the time, I would never wear my MAGA hat like anywhere to go get food. Or anywhere, right. like if I was getting worked out of my car, I would never wear a mat because I don't want these people to fuck with my shit. And and that's the sad thing is they will fuck with your shit just because of your political beliefs. And it's unfortunate. It shouldn't be that way at all. But it's the reality. Now, it, it, now you have knowing that, knowing that 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 this is a reality. This happens to people that support Donald Trump to to mag to MAGA Republicans, right? What's going to happen when Joe Biden is saying these kinds of things? Do you think that these crazy liberal leftists, leftists are going to resort to stop, keep doing it in the shadows? Like, oh, this motherfucker is spitting his food. Or now that Joe Biden is saying these things, it's going to embolden them to, 
attack. Oh, these people are extremists. We need to get them out of out of here. Meanwhile, they're going to drag story, drag queen story hour and having Antifa with AR-15 surround protect them. Listen, I was I, I I constantly troll their social media on Facebook, the Young Turks. Every day it entertains me just to what these what these morons talk about. Like they they thought Joe Biden's speech last night was was great and that he really gave it to Trump supporters because they're a threat and 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 all this other nonsense. But I I now I and they have a they have I mean I think over a million followers on that page. And that a lot of them are bought though, dude. Really too. Whatever it is, whatever, whatever it is, they get it. They, their engagement is unbelievable. All right. On, I mean, you're talking thousands of comments and, and you hear, you hear these, you see these comments on there and whether some of these comments are bots or not, people are seeing this and they're saying things like we need to annihilate the Trump base. We need to rid this country of every single MAGA supporter. Yes, so. And these are calm. Now, if I if I went on that thread and I said we need, we to, need to annihilate every liberal, I would get 30 days in jail or they would completely delete my account. All day. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. You would not be on Facebook right now. You get you get Go to go to jail for the littlest thing, like post posting pictures of Hunter Biden smoking crack. Yeah, monkey pox and junkie pox, and then I'll, oh, you get three days for that, you get thirty days for this, and that's why I I try not to engage. I won't engage in like a a, a negative argument. Like I'll on my social media with 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 my following, you know, I'll I'll, I'll engage here and there and and things. You know, I Dude, I see I see I everything. I there's so many things that we can't do like normal social media platforms or uh, content creators can do. I don't comment or get in comment battles with people. No, just, we can't. We can't. We can't. Because because I can't go to a page like I can't go to any page and comment and try to get like ratioed with the top comment like I I won't even bother because that'll send people to my page to report me. Right. If 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 we didn't have if we didn't have podcasts if we weren't content creators and we would just regular people that I mean we are regular people but just your your everyday Facebook user then yeah we can do that all day but unfortunately. We need these platforms so our shows get a reach. So we have to always be careful on how we interact on social media. Uh, you know, whether it's even positive or negative. We can't use hashtags. Like anybody that comments a hashtag, like I, I got, I got, I posted that retruth of Donald Trump that he retruthed, and it immediately got fact checked. Like immediately, instantly. Which what makes. Did, me- what did you share it on? Instagram. Oh, okay. Instagram and immediately got fact checked and the fact check, like it was so great because now people are starting to see the fact check and read the fact check. And they're like, yo, the fact check doesn't deny this. Like the, fa- the fact, the fact, fact checks check- your opinions. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. But, but it, even people are starting to realize it's like before they used to put up the fact check and people would say, Oh, it's been fact check. It's not real. Now they're actually reading it and realizing the fact checks are garbage. So everybody was tagging Instagram on my page and i was like fuck like delete 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 right 
Like, I don't want Instagram to know that my page even exists. Like, I don't oh, even... they know. They know it exists. I know, but I don't want to give them a reason to, to delete me. Like anytime someone tags Joey bag of donuts or uh, fun bags, Pelosi, um, fun bags, I, 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 I delete the comments and I feel bad hashtags, the same thing. I haven't used a hashtag on Instagram in probably two years. Fun bags, Pelosi. There she is. Just look at those things. Shout out to Mikey Pillow Gangs. Mikey Pillow Gang. Look at those pillows, though. Look at Nan- look at look at Pelosi pillows over my, here. My favorite part is just is Mikey in the in, in the, the glasses. in the glasses. You That's like my that? Favorite part is Mikey in the sunglasses. It's absolutely amazing. I can't believe you want to see those fucking bags of sand. Uh, my, I, do, do your boobs hang low? Do they waddle to the floor? Can you tie them in and not? <laughs> Can you tie them in a bow? They. I mean, listen, Nancy Pelosi. And she hides them well, though, when she's all dressed up. Dude. She... <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate you, dude. There's someone, I, so, Nancy Pelosi's tits. <laughs> someone in the chat just said something interesting that I, I spoke about. Um, spoke about yesterday on my show, and I, oh, I was. What did you, uh, what did you oh, speak about yesterday, Alan? I was, tell I was, us, tell us so, so, so we're talking about impeachment coming for Joe Biden. And, um. I have, I, I hear about this a lot. Oh, when the GOP takes over in the oh, house, they're already talking. Oh, we'll get, first thing we're going to do, we're going to impeach Joe Biden. Right. So, and I, I had this conversation yesterday with Roger Stone on his show as well. well and I saw, it. I saw it. You saw? Yeah, that's how you say it, right? I saw it. Yeah, I'm from New York. I'm from New York. What, what, what do you want me to tell you? I say that. I drink coffee, I drink water, and I, and I, and I saw it. I, you know, eat chocolate. And I eat chocolate. Well, yeah, what, what else do we say weird? Um, South Jersey is different, but yeah. Yeah. So, Everything. all right. Impeaching Joe Biden. I, I love it. I love the sound of it. It's a political move. That's all it is. And, of course, that's the – so this is where we're at now. In, in politics is, all right, Donald Trump was impeached twice. Joe Biden, they could impeach him 20 times just to beat – oh, listen, just impeach him three times. I said, now then say Joe Biden was the most impeached president in, in American history. But – and the impeachment we know is the indictment in the House, and then he goes to trial in the Senate, and he's not going to get convicted. He's not going to get convicted in the Senate. He's not going to get removed from office. It's just you're not getting the 60 votes in the Senate. Okay, so is it worth it? For optics and political reasons and to make people feel good that he got impeached. Oh, look, Joe Biden got impeached. Okay, I can go with it. Part of me says it's a waste of resources, time, and money when there are other things and investigations that could go on. I'm a I'm a big, big proponent on the investigation of Joe Biden as former vice president and sitting selected president using the Hunter Biden laptop and any other intel they can for the investigation. I really right. think but, but here's the here's the thing too. I'm tired of hearing people say, especially people in the GOP, that Hunter Biden needs to be investigated. I don't really give a shit about Hunter Biden being investigated. I think the Hunter Biden material used in an investigation against Joe Biden is the way to go. It's just how I feel. I agree. I, I agree. I, I, what I what I also feel is instead of focusing on impeaching Joe Biden, which okay, we can do that. I'm not against it by any means. But I think we should be going for some lower hanging fruit like uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, Homeland Security Secretary, 
Merrick Gard, Merrick Garland, Attorney General. Now, I would love to see those people get impeached and removed, at least in attempt to to I, I shake agree. them up. I mean, I, I shared a video on Tuesday about Merrick Garland and and how he's getting called out for the Loudoun County uh, situation where the guy was protesting about how his daughter got raped by a trans kid. And he got, oh, yeah. arrested, he got arrested because of what Merrick Garland said about parents uh, being domestic terrorists. Like they 100% need to, to resign. And I 100% agree with you in the fact that we should use the Hunter Biden laptop to go towards bigger fish. And I think that's where they're going. I truly believe that. I, I We said we talked about it, whether it was Monday or the Friday before that. I think Hunter Biden did this knowingly. Like the whole thing doesn't make sense. It smells so fishy. Like he was like, you know what? Like, like the, let's just say, let's just say that Donald Trump is working with patriots to remove this cabal. Okay, let's just say that that, that is the case. Hunter Biden would be a very easy, low-hanging fruit to flip. A very easy, low-hanging fruit to flip. A junkie a whoremonger, like literally the easiest guy to flip in the world. Like this is why the mob didn't want to get involved with drugs because they knew junkies always ratted. They always knew it. He would be the easiest guy to destroy the entire system that they built for themselves. And he just happens to be just coincidentally dropping off his laptops when he can afford to have someone internally come in. He can have, he could buy all new equipment, have it transferred over. Like there's so many other options that he could have done. Instead, he takes it to this thing. And not only does he take it to this thing, you had the guy on his show. He called him multiple times. Like, Hey dude, I'm going to pick up your shit. Like I got it. Like, it's not like he just waited till the day he he, he, didn't tell him like, Oh man, maybe he forgot this, that, or the other. Like he knew it was there. Here's another thing too. Oh, here's another scenario also. Okay. Because I've done this and I'm not a millionaire like Hunter Biden. I've just taken laptops instead of having them fixed Instead of having them reset and cleaned out, I destroy them. I throw them in the garbage, and I go and I spend a few hundred dollars, and I go get another one. I probably go do that two or three laptops a year. So this guy who's got three laptops, he drops off with one water damage and whatever keyboard issues, the whole thing, and you have all that information in it. Why not just dump them in a river and go buy another laptop? Why did you have to? did, Did did he? You know. Was it a call for help? Is Hunter Biden the weakest link that's going to take down a lot of people? Look at what he's all connected to, dude. I know. Look look at the emails that we already have. The emails that we already have show that 10% is going to the big guy. We know the big guy is Joey Bagadonis. We already know that Joe Biden has repeatedly denied any connection with Hunter Biden's dealings with Burisma. There's emails showing that they had dinner together, pictures of them playing golf together. These are all 100% fact. Then factor in the fact that we have Joe Biden at the Council of Foreign Relations, which is a major cabal outpost. It's a giant, it's just like the Trilateral Commission, the World Economic Forum, the Bilderberg Group. You could put the Council of Foreign Relations in the same exact category as those that I had just listed. And you have Joey Bag of Donuts on stage saying in front of Everybody, we've seen the video time in and time again. If he doesn't get fired, you're not getting the money. I'm leaving in six hours. Well, son of a bitch, he got fired. We have all of this evidence already. 
And we still don't have all of the evidence from the Hunter Biden laptops. And that's enough, in my opinion, to throw the guy in jail for treason and, and arrest him for treason already, just with that alone. And yeah. that, that's not even factoring in the fact we know for a fact that Amalia Obama's credit card with lines of cocaine were on that laptop. Why? Now, if you want to if you want to get conspiratorial, which I like to sometimes speculation, that black girl who's riding on top of Hunter Biden, whose face is censored out and the white dog that's at the end of the bed looks awfully like the Obama dog. And she could very possibly be Malia Obama. And there's also been reports that a lot of people in the elite in the in the elite uh, circles are not pissed off about what's in the laptop they're more pissed off that their kids are t- are are all connected to it as well hey listen at this point i'm not going to say anything is impossible because with the sickness that's been going on with with the just unbelievable stuff that people are getting away with where it's completely obvious you know i'm wondering if they're going to turn around and try to do the whole like i had said about indicting hunter biden for whether it's a a, a fraud or, or taxes or wire fraud or the firearm issue when he lied on the uh on the form or when they when they discarded the the handgun across the street from a school and then show again that the justice system is fair and just and look look the president's son was indicted the president's son was convicted oh but look the president pardoned him okay. i mean it, again so, so, for a show so if if that does happen mm-hmm. let's just say that does happen okay alan do you think the american public is going to be like oh the justice systems works or do you or you think the american public at this point in the game like I, I, maybe 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 a couple years ago people wouldn't have batted an eyelash but i think at this point in the game if hunter biden gets convicted and pardoned i think people will go ape shit I think people will lose their fucking minds. Well, because, I, because I, I think people, rational thinking people, will lose their minds in the sense of not taking to the streets and and and, no. and, and burning shit down. But you know, people like us, uh, like me, I wouldn't go. I I would laugh because I would I would expect that. I'm predicting that. And unfortunately, you would have all of the people that are still brainwashed by these sick people saying, "Look." The justice system worked. He was convicted and he was pardoned just like Donald Trump has a list of people that he pardoned. And then they would say, look, it works both ways. Slick Willie pardoned the the girl who now works for Black Lives Matter that tried to blow up the Senate chambers. Mm -hmm. Just like that in the 80s. Right. Like that. Oh, that that pardon. You know. <laughs> Just, but but, the, but but you know how this how this would go. Oh look, well, I agree, I agree, but and, and I think that would have flown a couple years like during the Obama. I don't think that flies anymore. I but, really don't. I, I think that the American public has shifted. I really do. I I think nobody. We see nobody's buying mainstream media. We see them that everybody believes that the election was stolen. I'm glad you. I'm glad you said that. Go ahead, finish. I want to show you something. Everybody, everybody is seeing the the corruption in the FBI, and everybody is questioning it. Everybody is starting to understand that there's corruption at every single level, and more and more people that that grasp that you that that they'd be able to get away with something like that is sl- is slipping away 
slowly. It's not happening as fast as I'd like it to happen. Don't get me wrong. But it's slowly sipping away, and every single day, it's uh, it's being chipped away at every day, every week, every month, and and that's a huge win in in our in our favor. Agreed. But there are still tens of millions of people who are buying the bullshit, whether it's from the mainstream media, uh, whether it's from the, but, just the, the 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 left base. So tens of I, millions, but it's no longer hundreds of millions. I don't know. I I, I don't know. I, you know what? So all right. I really don't believe that, Alan. I, I, just, I just 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 for just for an example of sheep, and right. I posted this on my social media today. I was on my Facebook. I don't know how it came up, but there was this thing called Dragon Con, which is like they they have like uh I don't know all these weird movie people that that show up and you could take pictures with them and Star Trek stuff like, and like Comic Con, Comic Con, but like it, it's basically for Alan, geeks. Alan, so I, what? Why are you getting advertised this, Alan? I don't, I don't know. I don't know because I I hate I hate science fiction and it literally came up on my on my on my Facebook feed for the for the podcast and I'm like, what well, is this? Okay, you're getting so, tracked. Con advertisements. Yeah. So I I started going through the photos. They had the convention, I think, was happening this week. And uh I I'm looking at it and I, I noticed people a lot of people are talking about masks. And I'm looking to see when this is. I'm like, no, this is this week. This is happening. And I keep seeing about masks and and how the not the venue, not the venue. And now I forgot where this place was, where this was being held. I have to look it up. But the the convention organizers were strictly enforcing a mask mandate. Like and and apparently I was reading through the comments of a lot of the posts, heavily enforcing. Like you were thrown out of the convention if you were not wearing a mask. And then I came across this picture and I actually did the labeling to it. This was today. This was a Star Trek forum today. Every single person in this room. And there's a lot what, of fucking people in that estimated, room. Hold on. What What do you think the estimated average weight of this conference is? Like, like, zo- can you zoom in a little bit? Like, no, you, 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 you see that fucking bicep, Alan. Look at that thing. That thing is bigger than my head. Look at that thing. Yeah, I mean, like, come on, dude. This is what we're dealing with. Like, and this- she and she has a cane. She has a cane. And I don't know if that's like a, a permanent blood pressure cuff around her arm, maybe to monitor her fatness. I don't know what that is. But she has the tie-dyed mask. She has purple hair, which, of course, you know, this is this is follow the science fiction, everybody. This is a Star Trek convention. This was today. This was today, all right? September 2nd, 2022. And every person in that room, every person at this convention, and there were thousands of people there that showed up for it and happily wore a mask because they were told to by a bunch of science fiction leftist nerds who were woke, who ran the convention that they had to wear the masks. Okay, not the venue. The venue did not request masks. The convention did. And then going through the comments, actually the comments saying how, well, I haven't seen this many masks in one place in a long time. It's nice to see. It's nice to see that people are taking safety and health of others seriously. September 2nd, 2022, when they're not even making kids wear face diapers now this school year. In my all state, CDC, New York. All, all the CDC guidelines have totally flipped on their head. 
But that's what so so it, it it's hard for me, James, when I see stuff like this. It's hard for me to so, believe that there aren't maybe hundreds of millions of people so, that are still so marching to that leftist mainstream media yes. brainwashed sheep drum. I, I I I see where you're coming from, but here's my counter to that. Those people are clearly blue haired, like they're your your typical like you see them in a crowd like yeah. yo, that's, that's brainwashed a, like, like brainwashed a little like that's a like mm-hmm. that was like they they were anti-establishment 10 years ago and now they just cuck for the establishment right okay socialism will win bingo bernie bernie bros etc yes right. yes yes now that crowd was probably what 200 people I'd say probably probably more than that. I didn't uh, see the whole room because it, it it was a lot of people. But I'd say maybe know. between maybe between two and three hundred people. Yeah, somewhere around that 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 that, which is a, a, a large amount. But you have in to realize, just that one room. You have to realize the the cult following that Star Trek has, and you have to realize that the demographic of that cult following, most of them are very liberal leftists. And my counter argument is, you go to any sporting event in the entire country going on right now. Right. Happening on all in all parts of the country, all over America. Any event, maybe one or two masks people are wearing, you don't see them. It's not something that you see. No. And if it, if people were still that brainwashed people that were writing those things in the comments, Guess what? Those people that are writing things in the comments, they're those idiots still wearing masks when they drive. There's still those there's still those idiots that are going to the sporting events where nobody else is wearing a mask. <laughs> yep. And they're the ones wearing it. So you 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 have to factor in the demographic. You have to factor in and I agree with you. That's a lot of people, man. And it's 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 frustrating. But then you look at other other examples, and there's countless examples where if there were that many people that truly believe that we should have to be wearing a mask, you'd be seeing them at every sporting event. They'd be everywhere. It would be at least 50%. Right. At least if they were that adamant about wearing because you know those are the people that are that adamant about wearing masks. They're not go they're going to the events and they're wearing masks no matter what. They're going to cost. Costco, they got a mask on. They're going to this any into the gas station, mask, everything. And you don't see them that often. You really don't. Um, and you you have to factor in that the, the Star Trek demographic, who they are. Right. They're, they're a bunch of nerd virgins. Like <laughs> this is uh, I mean, actually, uh, Dragon Con. It's uh, September first to the fifth. Actually, in Atlanta, Georgia. I just pulled up their website, and okay, I'm gonna pull up. Here it is, Dragon Con. We should have went. Can we get dressed yeah. up like dragons? I mean, dragons are pretty badass. So, no, I agree. So this is uh, this is the COVID policy uh, updated oh, August first. Yeah. Dragon Con 2022 is just around the corner, and we're looking forward China. to having. So many fans join us for another exciting Labor Day in downtown Atlanta while we spend a lot of time each year planning to make sure the Dragon Con is the greatest pop, pop culture convention on the planet. We always make health and safety a top priority. Want to thank everybody for their patience, COVID protocols, blah, blah, blah. Okay. In 2021, we committed to following CDC guidelines as a result. Dragon Con 2021 was a safe environment, allowing our fans to come together for a much needed celebration of all things fandom and celebrate 
that masks don't work and science fiction and your mother's ass. CDC guidelines will continue to be our guidepost as we determine the safest way to gather. This includes interesting because CDC CDC guidelines changed, but here <clears throat> for for this for this week, well we're fitting and back, we're circle backing Jen yes. Saki style yes. to, to the old yes. the old guidelines. Okay, yeah, well sense. well fitting and appropriate masks are required indoors at all our convention venues, including all five host hotels and America's Mart buildings two and three. This year's convention will have reduced capacity compared to 2019's, blah, blah, blah. Like, literally. So, Oh, here we go. Proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test are not required this year. Oh, thanks. We highly encourage everyone to get vaccinated to help reduce the spread and severity of COVID-19. Additionally, we encourage every person to make informed decisions about attending our event in the best interests of their own health and that of their loved ones. If you're not feeling well, stay the fuck home, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah. Anyone who supports vaccine mandates, you can suck my big old Portuguese Italian cock. Yep. So literally, I mean, it, it it's unbelievable. 20, I have an September right 2022. Off. I have an issue right off the bat, and someone in, in my comments section on Facebook uh, just put out, is there a unicorn con, and, and reminded me. Yeah, I agree. I'm very upset. There's a dragon con, but there's no trans-dimensional gender-neutral unicorn con. Like, where's oh. my con? And uh, I will not stop until... There is a, a con for trans-dimensional unicorns. Yeah, I, it doesn't look like there's a unicorn con. Um, so you shit out of luck there. So, all right, I posted that meme on my podcast Facebook page today. And somebody, a bunch of comments, you know, poking fun. I said, follow the science fiction, you know. Mm-hmm. And it, <clears throat> some some woman was a follower. I see her name pop up once in a while. And she said, why does this bother you so much that people chose to wear the masks? That's what her comment was. And I oh. said, no, 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 no. You're, you're not interpreting this correctly. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if you want to wear a mask. Wear a mask. You do you. Wear a strap on. Wear assless chaps. Wear a fucking bunny suit. I don't care. Good on you. The fact is that this is being mandated by the organizers of this convention, not even the venue, okay? Not the venue, but the convention, and that these people are so brainwashed and willing to comply in September of 2022 with a mask mandate, not from the government, not from a a municipality, not from the venue, but from the woke organizers of this convention. That is what should concern you. So it's not even it's not even that it concerns me, um, and it's not even that I care. I'm like you. I don't give a shit if you want to wear a mask. No, it, it doesn't bother me. But what I'm what what I, Alan's not only are you pointing pointing those things out, but you're also pointing out that these people are fucking morons. Like they're idiots. Like these are idiots. Like it doesn't bother me. Like I don't care what you do, but I'm also going to call you an idiot and a moron because that's what you are. You're an idiot. You're a moron. And it's what it is. Like, if you're still doing this and still playing the game and you still believe the propaganda, I'm sorry. You're an idiot. I, I if, if you want me to help you understand why you're an idiot and point you in the right direction, I'll gladly do that. But 
most likely that's not not what you want to do because there's plenty of evidence there's plenty of, of things to point to even the cdc has walked back their own guidelines totally making the, everything that they said before null and void because what changed what nothing has changed right mm -hmm. china virus is still a thing right nothing changed so all of a sudden everything that they said before no longer is necessary so it wasn't necessary at all in the first place yeah i'd be more worried about monkeypox spread in that crowd would you see Beto O'Rourke? Oh, his his bacterial infection. He says doctors got bacterial infection. Looks awfully monkeypox to me. Yeah, I don't know. I know some of the photos out there are are are, are doctored. Are, are doctored. I, I don't I don't I don't know. Yeah, I, I listen. I don't care if the guy get it gets AIDS. I, I can't stand the guy. He uh, it it's. <sighs> Everyone has AIDS. 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 Yeah. AIDS. It's true though. Like that's it's the scary thing is it's fucking true. Everybody has AIDS now. <sighs> I'm so glad I'm not in the dating pool. <laughs> like I'm so thankful. They're so thankful that I am not out there in the dating pool because that's scary thought, dude. That's like I won't even smoke weed with somebody that's got the jab. You know, like there's there's people that I'm friends with that I'm family members with that I will no longer smoke weed with you. And I've I wonder, said no. I wonder if they have like on dating sites now. I guess they would. Do they have like it broken down? Like, do they have an unvaccinated portion and a vaccinated portion? Or I would imagine like if you make a profile now, do they do they make you check a box or do they ask you to check a box if you're vaccinated or unvaccinated? So that other people who you might match with on said dating sites as well, that person's unvaccinated. So I don't want to, I don't want to go on a date with them. And, and, and the same with being vaccinated. I'm, I'm, I think we should make a MAGA extremist dating profile. Cause I think if you're a MAGA extremist <laughs> nine times out of 10, you're also unvaccinated. Um, you know, <laughs> you know, there's, there's, there's the outliers, but if you're an extremist, like if you're considering yourself an extremist, not just a MAGA, but a MAGA extremist, like maybe, maybe the boss level is ultra MAGA extremist. Maybe that's ultra that's MAGA, ultra MAGA dating to the extreme.com. Like that could be, yeah, yeah. We gotta have a, yeah, exactly. A MAGA dating site, a MAGA extremist dating site where we can all go and congregate so I can, well, so, 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 so unvaccinated people can communicate and be like mm, i'm unvaccinated you're unvaccinated i got fresh seed here we go well but you would you would you would probably look for the maga grinder site right either way uh, MAGA, listen, right to each their own i don't give a shit no <laughs> ultramagagrinder.com i'm gonna come be what a, you know the for, for the, the the bearded section but wait so bears. i i remember now um, it was the the former press secretary Kaylee McEnany, her sister, I believe, just came out and launched a conservative dating site, I believe, because she was getting ripped apart, I think, by the Young Turks. That's how I found out about it. And they, she had, I think it might have launched already. I don't know what it's called, but literally just just for conservatives. And I think their thing was women who who sign up for the site never have to pay. I think the men have to pay. Um, yeah, I, you know, part of that, I guess, chivalry bullshit. I don't know. Uh, or, or, or they're free, it's but if they, dumb. I don't I know. Don't like it. I already don't like it. I don't know. I, I, and, and Kaylee, Kaylee is clearly not on there because she's married to me. That's my wife. Um, I fucking love her. Uh, Joe Rogan gave her props. How she's an assassin. <laughs> Do you see that? 
No. I, you know what? I saw Joe Rogan the other day, and, you know, people were going crazy over it when, uh, was it, where he said, vote, vote Republican. Did you see that? Yeah. yeah. He's right. But but at the same time, he, he, he was talking about Jen Psaki and how, and the new, the new girl, Pierre, are just total jokes of press secretary. And he's yeah. like, it's got to be a, re- a really tough job because, like, you're speaking on behalf of the president and saying things that the president would want. Um, but they're doing a really terrible job. That girl, Kaylee, what's her name? Mac, McEnany, he says. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what he says. He goes, what's her name? She was an assassin. She had a notebook. She right. was ready to go, and she'd read back what, what they said to them months ago. I'd be like, ah, yeah. well, on CNN on October of this month, this day, or this day yeah. you said this, and absolutely destroy them, and she <laughs> fucking killed it. The stark difference of the of the the press secretaries and 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 so and I've asked this uh, to a lot of people and nobody can show me a time, maybe early, early, early in the camp in the in the uh, administration, but <clears throat> you don't see you never saw Jen Psaki with Joe Biden, and now you, this this press secretary you never see her. Yeah. With Joe Biden now, when Donald Trump was president, you constantly, when he was on the move, his press secretary was always with him, even traveling. I mean, photo and video beyond photo and video. And, you know, there were times, I mean, how many times has Donald Trump come out of the press briefing room to, to speak to the press himself? Joe Biden's never done. I don't think Joe Biden has ever spoken Ever. In the press briefing room as president. I don't believe he's ever done that. And I say, I truly believe that Jen Psaki and now this woman, Jean Pierre, have no access face to face with Joe Biden whatsoever. I believe it's all through third party, uh-huh. whether it's Susan Rice, whether there's a handler in the middle, a communications director. John and, Podesta, who's just all of a sudden back in the news. Yeah, he's he's coming back. I, I typically just fucking poof magic. Yeah, or uh, what was it? The, the clean energy shit they're putting him as an advisor, special advisor to the president for the clean energy. Special advisor to the president. Oh, yeah. Specially advising how to be especially a, a better, and, better better pedophile. He's yeah, fucking. they're gonna have more pizza parties in the Oval Office. But I I I think I truly believe that there's no access that I, I think, I think all of two or three people have access. And that, I think that includes the first lady have access to Joe Biden on a daily basis. I truly I believe think, I think Joe Biden's the only person that has access to him. on a daily basis. <laughs> I really do. No, I'm not even joking. Like look at the way she's handling him. She's su- shutting up the questions. She's poking, right. moving him around. I a hundred percent think that, but I also think that it's, it's also uh, in the realm of possibility that the press pool is actually not where the press pool normally is. It used to be where uh, JFK had a, had a pool down there is where in the white house is where the press pool is now. Right. They have, they, they have the briefing room. Do you remember, do you remember shortly after Joe Biden took office <clears throat> circle back Saki is in press pool briefing room washington dc is currently on a no-fly zone can't fly in that area Mm -hmm. you hear jets zooming over her head constantly 
kind of odd, don't you think? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, isolated, isolated. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Then Joe Biden. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you right now that not a chance in hell. Not one reporter, especially Peter Juicy or even a few others, like even that African guy. I forget what what, what outlet he's from, and and the Newsmax people. Um. Why, but why are that, all that would have been all leaked. Press, why why are all the press conferences out of a studio? Well, you mean where they have the, the daily press briefing? They're not in that fake studio. No, 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 no. But with Joe Biden, why are they doing that in the studio? Oh, like, oh, that, that that's just odd. But that goes, odd. goes hand in hand with with those two things. Right. I, I'm just. I was talking about the, the the press briefing room is the press oh, briefing that, room. That was but, a no. That was a no fly zone, and there's jets flying over while they're in there, and you can clear hear them clear as day. I, um, I, I don't know, but that we, also could have been. We, now, when you say jets, that that. That could be that could be the military coming out of uh, what's that air base that that they scramble out of. Um, you know, every, I've been to DC a bunch of times. Every once, anyway, it's 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 definitely not it's definitely not normal. Just like Joe Biden and Kamala nothing is Harris normal flying on the same plane, very against protocol. Mm-hmm. All these things don't make sense. They all don't make sense. No, and, and they're. Uh, there's a lot of questions, and a lot of these questions seem to point towards a similar way, if you ask me. Listen, Joe Biden's not in charge. He's there as as the guy. I truly believe Oh, there's that, no way he's in charge, yeah. No. Susan Rice, she is the point person with the powers that be, with people deep in the party, people deep, who, whoever they may be. I'm sure the Obamas have their play. And, Barry is uh, definitely involved. Well, I mean, if if he wasn't, I mean, all of the Obama retreads, you know, speak for themselves. Jen Psaki, she was in the State Department. <clears throat> Which she again, was when- one, she was the one. Do you remember when the reports broke that the State Department, while Hillary was the Secretary of State, covered up all the pedophilia that was going on? Do you remember that story that broke that was on mainstream media? Vaguely, yeah. vaguely. Well, it happened. And uh, the person who is in charge of answering all the questions to make sure that they can spin the narrative was circle back Saki. Yeah, and I'm sure she was told specifically on what to say and what and how to answer those was. questions. You know, of she was. She. Yeah. When is her? I I have not seen anywhere when her new show. Well, she went to MSNBC, right? When her new show is is uh or is airing? I haven't. Oh, I, oh, the, oh, I think I think the new I think I think the new physical year for for mainstream media, I believe, uh, if someone who told me it might have been Roan from Steak for Breakfast is in October, maybe after October, we'll see her surface. I'm curious to see what uh, what she's going to be doing on MSNBC. <clears throat> hey, she was a whore. Hey, <laughs> she was a whore. <laughs> hey, uh, speaking of whores, back to Hunter Biden. Um my son Hunter, the movie that's coming out. I think it's coming out this right after Labor Day. I think on the seventh. We can add to the list, Alan. Yeah. So I. Yep. So I. Uh, that's actually when when my my stream on Wednesday got interrupted when I I started. Um, I was like a minute, not even a minute in. I was playing the trailer, and uh, that's when they. I think that's when the FBI flower van down the block scrambled my feed. And to, yeah. 
and took me and took me off. Um, but it's 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 interesting. Like they um, <laughs> first of all, I if you watch the trailer, the acting is just subpar. It's great. It's like it's just just pure satire comedy. But obviously, I mean, it's not a documentary. It's based on all the stuff that we know and 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 truth of the Hunter Biden and the Biden crime family. But um, the, when it first started, the trailer first came out. The Daily Beast, all of those, you know, that that place is, a, we know it's a leftist cesspool. They're like 14 and 15-year-old crying liberal girls over there. Oh, look what they're doing. Look what Donald Trump's doing. So they had a complete meltdown. When the trailer came out, Russian state media grabbed a hold of it and was was playing it all over the place and basically criticizing the American government. Like, look at these, look at this joke. Look at this president that they have. Look, everything's like, they are clowns. So with that, the Daily Beast turned around and said, well, because it's making its rounds in Russia, because they're criticizing us and because we're we're a joke. An absolute joke. An absolute joke. Anyone who supports and promotes this movie, My Son Hunter, uh, is a Putin lover, Putin sympathizer, Russia sympathizer, and, you know, a, uh, a supporter of you know, the Russian deep state cabal who controls Donald Trump. And this, of course, when this comes out, you know that the mainstream media talking heads, uh, the young Turks go down the line. Every leftist talking head is going to have a field day. And I can't wait because uh, Gina Carano is in it. I didn't even realize that until I showed you. Yeah, I, I think yeah, yeah, she's in it. I think she plays like an FBI agent or something like that or something. I but um it. she's badass. They they had a <laughs> Newsweek put out a thing. They there was a a secret invitation only screening of My Son Hunter the, uh, this week in LA and there was it was a bunch of and I didn't even know they existed, but it was a group of Hollywood conservatives, they had producers there and some influencers. And <laughs> The Newsweek was picking on it because apparently there was a standing ovation for the movie amongst these Hollywood conservatives, which oh. again, I didn't, I didn't know Hollywood conservatives existed. I thought they were all, uh, um, take, you know, exiled out of Hollywood, but I guess they're still around. Uh, and I'm, <laughs> I'm wondering if, and they were criticizing Rudy Giuliani too, for saying this movie has to get out to everybody. Everybody needs to share it and talk about it. I can't wait to see it. If it's anything like the trailer, I left my ass off for the trailer. I mean, it was very bad acting from what I saw in the trailer. But again, oh, and I forget the director's name. Damn, he's a big Fuck actor. your life! Bing bong! Bing bong. Oh, I forget. And then did you see the uh, – they they were, the left was going crazy about the massive uh, banner that was going up. It went up in uh, Dallas, Texas. I have it here. This was this was put up on oh, an I, overpass. I saw that, movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Absolutely. September September seventh. Mysonhunter.com. Looks like a grandma is is up at the top of the bridge. All three of them. It's like all three of them are old people with their Texas and American love, flags. I love I it. I love it. I love it. Gangster. <laughs> MAGA extremists. That's grandma's that's a MAGA extremist out here. Out here doing some extreme activity. We're just, we have all this extremism going on. I mean, not for nothing. Can we talk about true extremism that's going on from 
the sick leftists out there, the weaponizing of the FBI. I mean, don't wouldn't we say that that is a little extreme? Wouldn't we say that it's upside down, world, Alan? Everything, everything that a rational thinking human being like. I have this argument with with Nick all the time, my co-host, because the way he thinks is how a rational thinking human being thinks the world should work and how it has worked. But that no logic is is out the window. Like lo, lo, logic is left a long fucking time ago. Out. Have you like, noticed ooh. Donald Trump using in his statements the term never, never before ever. seen in America? Yeah, a lot. And using it a lot. Now, now imagine that. Never before seen. A former president saying that. Never before seen in America because so much has been going on the past two years, three years, for more longer than that, since Donald Trump, you know, took that ride down the escalator. Never before seen things have been happening in this country. And Look at there's the list goes on forever, Alan. It goes on and on and on. How many things and 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 me me you and so many others were called crazy. We're told that we're conspiracy theorists. We're told that oh they would never do that here in America, and we were dead on accurate the entire fucking time. Listen, I was part of that in certain things. I, I literally said. I when, when they sent my kid home with a laptop and said, we're going to be doing remote school, I'm like, I look at my wife and I go, what the fuck is remote school? And what is this laptop? And what is schoolology? And what is this? And what is that program? And I'm like, I just pictured Tony Soprano talking to Carmela. That's what it was like. Literally, she came home with it. And I said, I looked at her and I go, I go, hey, hey, calm. What the fuck is this? What is with this laptop? And now my and my kid for two hours a day because that she went she went from going to school a structured school for six hours a day. She comes home and now she's in her room for not even two hours a day. It's so laid back and lazy, and they were doing absolutely nothing, nothing. Brains were turning to mush. I mean, like you're was like seven at the time, turning seven, and and you're just you're you're. You're just no, you know, and key years, key years of child's development, key, very I, important years. I literally never thought that I would say to my wife, "Hey," and she actually said it to me first: "Is we we can't send her back there." You know, this was this was early. Oh, we can't send her back. Like this is this is unbelievable, especially in New York when. You had school teachers and school administrators packing the beach bars in the summer on Long Island shoulder to shoulder with no masks. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, well, now everybody has to wear masks in school. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, but even when, when they were, they were talking about the jab and I'm like, they're not going to make you get a shot to go eat a steak in a steakhouse in New York City. You're not going to have to show proof. You're not going to have to show ID in a fucking card. Like that was me, you know, never before seen in America. Like, what? this will never happen here in America. But here this we will are. Never happen here. This will here never happen. Here the fuck we are. I've been saying this forever. I've literally been saying this, going to happen forever. And I was way off on the timing, but I was right on the information. And uh, here we are. And I think we're winning the battle. I really do. I think the pendulum's swinging the other way. 
and look at the response after Joe Biden's speech yesterday. Like it, the, the even even the liberal media outlets are getting after how he acted and said what he said. Like it was too much. Like the pendulum that was is, extremism. That was extremism. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Call, call, calling, basically calling for violence against MAGA Republicans. Basically, for extremists. You know, because yeah. look, 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 really think about this. Look, look at throughout history. Replace what he said with Jews. Replace what he said with Muslims. Replace what he said with blacks. And tell me that he's not calling for violence and not calling for people to be segregated and to be treated differently because of their beliefs or how they, how they think. Because that's exactly what he's calling for. You know, it's funny you say that. Uh, when you put it like that, it made me um, remind me of something I thought about this morning when I was thinking about his speech. And part of his speech when he was talking about how, you know, MAGA Republicans are, are a threat. It reminded me of when back it was at 93 when he was on the Senate floor talking about the crime bill and how, you know, when they have a piece of crack – the size of whatever it was, a quarter or a nickel, yep. they immediately get five years, you know, the, the, and, and how he destroyed black lives, uh, thousands and thousands and thousands of them with that it's crime exactly, bill, him and Bill Clinton. Probably, probably right. even more, more than hundreds of thousands. And literally it reminded me of that when he was sitting there talking about Trump supporters, the same way he was talking about the low level drug dealers that he wanted to put in jail and have harsh sentences for back in the nineties. It, it just, it, for so, it, I, I, I saw kind of a contrast there and not totally the same, but almost like. Eh. Well, first off, they're both, they're, they're two different people, but that's a whole nother thing. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other rabbit hole. And, and also like I, and, and I'm not saying this like I have no sympathy for Joe Biden at this point. I, I've never had sympathy for him, okay, because of what he's done and what he's involved in, and 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 other things that we've found out about him over the years. Um, I, but I, because of his cognitive decline, I blame a lot of the people around him, especially his wife, for letting this go on as long as it did, and as as it as it is, and. It, it's just, I don't know if I truly believe that he believes all of the things he's reading off the teleprompter. Well, I, we, I'm not we giving know, him any credit. We know that he used to say things all the time when he was actually Joe Biden, not this fucking walking sack of meat that we see right now. <laughs> um, we know he's a liar. We know he's lied about everything since the 80s. I mean, he's lied about I mean, law you know, That's what I'm saying. We know he goes up there and says things and does the opposite. We know this. Yeah. So 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 this is par for the course. This is nothing nothing different. Like he told us that he graduated the top of his class. He told us that uh, you know, he was did all these things, plagiarized essays. Like we right. can go on. And on. So th this is nothing new. So it's not like you're asking him to do something that he's never done before. Mm -hmm. So even if he does know what's going on and understands what he's doing, it's not a stretch to believe that he's in on it. But I have a hard time believing that he has any idea 
what the fuck is going on right now. Yeah. But if, yeah. if, if he it just, let's just say hypothetically, he did know what the fuck was going on and this is all an act. And like, he's just pretending to be some dementia ridden geriatric fuck who's, you know, walking around just barely getting by. Like it's an all, all an act to try to save his ass from whatever. Right. It, would, yeah. it, 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 it wouldn't be tough to believe that he's a hundred percent behind this plan that they're trying to execute very poorly. <laughs> it wouldn't be a stretch because he's done it for years He's been involved in these evil plans. He's been yeah. involved in destroying communities, destroying Americans' lives. Um, so e- e- either way, uh, there's no – I don't feel bad for him at all. I have no sympathy. I don't give a fuck because if he, if he was cognitive enough, he would be – he would definitely be involved in it. So fuck him. Agreed. No, agreed. 100%. I, I have, all right. Here's a question for you. Um, back to – kind of go back to Mar-a-Lago and what the FBI and the DOJ, they're trying to indict the big bad orange man and get him to not disqualify him for running for president in 2024 because they're fucking terrified of him. It's the whole purpose. Like, I don't know. It's not the whole purpose. I think, I think they're trying to get information. Like look, look at the stage thing that they did over the weekend. Right. Well, well, that's, that's actually where I was going. That's where I was going. The, the, the oh. stage photos, you oh. know, the, the, the Time Life magazine cover and stuff, you know. Um, but do you think – I mean, I'm going to – I think it's a rhetorical question. This is why as you're asking, you're starting to think. You're like, you know what? I, I actually think that I think that. No, I, I think I know it, that if they had anything – 100% without a shadow of a doubt, the gotcha moment for Donald Trump, the we know this is going to bury him one way or another. How would that not have leaked? Everywhere, dude. It would right. be 24-7 media. It would be nonstop. Like from day one, dude, every single time that they they tried to play this game, Look at what they did in Russia. They went they went through his taxes in Russia. Right. They went through everything. They combed through his entire life with a fine-tooth comb in the Russia investigation. Everything. Because we know they- for a fact that Epstein recorded everything. They always yeah. try to frame him there. Everything. They have nothing, dude. If right. they had anything, it would be 24-7, 365, that's all they'd be doing. They'd be parading him. They'd perp walk him. They wouldn't even give him the the the, the honor of walking himself in and turning himself in. They'd perp walk him in a second. They'd do it like a mob-style perp walk. That I don't think they would do. I don't think they would perp walk him, but I don't think they would. But I don't even I don't even mean that. Like forget about like arresting him because they're gonna indict him. They're gonna indict him. They'll end up, you know. Uh, a 30 second arraignment. It'll, it'll show up. Then I, he, Donald Trump isn't going to see handcuffs, but I now would be the time if they, if, if, if the left and the deep state and even rhino Republicans, because most of them are in on it, that most of them, yeah, all they're them. so worried about losing the power that they currently hold. Uniparty. That now the Democrats would make sure that whatever they had, that, hey, we got you, big bad orange man, leaked. Now would be a good time because that would really, not everybody, 
but that would taint because people, you know, the average American is a very interesting, in, interesting creature. Hmm. That would taint a lot of the midterm elections for Republicans trying to unseat Democrats. So now would be a good time to leak it if they had something. They have nothing, dude. They have nothing. All of this is to try to accomplish that because they have nothing. If they had it, they would have used it a long fucking time ago. They would have blasted it all over the news. It would just like the SCOTUS leak, like something never seen before in America. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Another time never seen before in America. It was leaked. Like all these things, all all of these things that they need. It's not a coincidence that it always leans towards one way, anti-Trump. And it's not just Democrats. It's the, the, the rhinos. It always leans against the MAGA movement. It always does. Every single time. Every time. It's not a Trump cult. It's not a coincidence. Like, I I believe that the FBI, one of the real reasons they raided Mar-a-Lago was they were looking for documents related to Russiagate and, and Hillary's emails. Well, I, I and, and, and other and other incriminating other sure, things yes. that could incriminate people in power or uh, you know make them look like complete fools well i think uh because we know that the fbi is involved in this we know that peter strzok ran the investigation you know that uh is who was fired Yes, who is fired? His, but who his, the mainstream media is using as an expert witness on on yep. on on the Mar-a-Lago investigation? Never, never went to Langley. Never spent any or uh, the school that FBI goes. Well, he was probably CIA. I think he was. I think he was. Um, but uh, we know that the FBI was involved. We know that James Comey was heavily involved. We know that they exonerated Hillary Clinton. We know that they let them sell off. 20% of our uranium. We know that there's there's a lot of things that the FBI is he- a lot of corruption and crime that the FBI is heavily involved in. Their hands and fingerprints are all over them, those things. Yeah. And when you start to unravel the web that we were talking about earlier with Hunter Biden, start unraveling the web with the Ob- excuse me, Obama Gate, Russia Gate spying. You start to unravel the web of John Durham, which does all of that because he mm-hmm. absorbed the Huber investigation, which is the investigation of the Clinton Foundation. Right. You start to unravel those things, and the Democrats, the establishment, clearly have no clue what they have. Nothing. There's been – like normally, in normal circumstances, in previous administrations, there'd be leaks of – major investigations like this because this is that's what it is it's a major investigation into the origins of the russia investigation that's what we're looking into this whole entire thing they spent millions of dollars on that's what john durham is is looking into right normally there'd be leaks all oh this is what they got this that or the other irrefutable evidence whatever they want to say there's nothing there hasn't been anything every time that they think that they can spin the narrative about what john durham's doing they do it when he stepped down as u.s uh attorney 
Oh, John Durham stepping down. Nothing's happened. They they got Kevin Kleinschmidt. Oh, that's all he got. Big nothing burger. They get Sussman. Oh, he gets off. Big nothing. That's all he's doing. Nothing. That's, they always go to that, but they never talk about what he has. I think that they went in there to, like you said, get documents to cover up what the FBI's involvement is, to cover up and to, to see what they had as far as their involvement, but also to find out this is why they asked for the camera footage. This is why they wanted the cameras to see who's coming down to Mar-a-Lago to speak with Donald Trump, to see who he was in contact with, to see what, what information that he really had as far as the Russia gate investigations. They have no clue what Johnny Durham is doing. No yeah. clue. So they needed to figure something out. And, and at the same time, I think that they wanted to plant evidence as well. I think that was another thing that they, they, they wanted to do which they couldn't do. Yeah, they, 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 they weren't, they, they had the cameras on. I mean, but this is why they wanted them shut off. Like they, 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 yeah. they did these things and said these things. We know that they don't care about optics anymore. We know that they don't care. They've done more than enough to show this. They're just going to do things anyway, even though the optics are terrible at this point. They, it's ridiculous how bad the optics are for them at this point. Yeah, here we are. So they're trying. They were like, "All right, well, let's shut off the cameras because if if we can get one of his one of his lawyers to be stupid enough to agree to this, maybe we'll get lucky. They shut off the cameras. We can plant something in there. We're good to go. Oh, look what we found in Donald Trump's office. Look what we found. This, that, or the other. And then all of a sudden, now here's the narrative." And we wouldn't be able to prove it because we'd be saying, oh, the camera shut off. Because how many times have the camera shut off where things have gotten gotten fishy and they, they use the excuse, oh, the camera shut off. We ah, couldn't get it. No big deal. And people just bought it. <laughs> how many times has that happened, Alan? How many times? I know. Like, really think about it. Like, this is that's not like... When you hear me say that, you're like, man, that sounds fucking crazy. There's no way that they get away with that. But how many times have they gotten away with it? It's amazing with the things that they've gotten, gotten away with. But listen, this is what they do. They cover for each other. The corruption is real. The corruption, the corruption runs deep. The deep state runs deep. And they will do anything they can to either disappear somebody, completely financially destroy them or attempt to. I mean, and they'll just keep doing it. Even people like that, you know, are semi on the radar or on the radar. Did you see Steve Bannon got swatted again yesterday? Yeah, his, 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 yeah he got swatted. He got swatted as Joe Biden was giving his speech in Philadelphia for the hmm. second time. Like this is this is wild, dude. Like I, I I don't fucking understand how this is totally normal. This is accepted. The cities are falling apart. Our country is literally falling apart at the seams. Like Donald Trump, when he's truthing out, like our country is falling. He's not wrong. Like he's not wrong. He's not wrong. Our country is falling apart. Our republic is being destroyed right in front of our eyes. And I say all the time, Alan, I really do. It's a double-edged sword. It's a double-edged sword because you and I, even though even though you may not agree on this outcome, you and I agree that the system that is in place is a corruptible system. Let's just oh, say in a perfect, course. Let's just say in a perfect world, Alan, we arrest all of these people that are involved in this corruption. We arrest them all. They all get served justice in a perfect world. 
We replace them with guys that we have vetted, men and women that we vetted that are uncorruptible people, and we just replace the corrupted ones with uncorruptible people. Well, those I don't know. I don't know if there are that many pe- uncorruptible people. No, no, but, but I'm just saying in a perfect world. I'm just yeah. putting this, this scenario out there. Well, those uncorruptible people that you, I agree with you. I don't think there's uncorruptible people, many uncorruptible people in the world, but there are. They're there. Eventually, we'll retire. Eventually, we'll die, and eventually, somebody will get in and get voted in, and that system that is corruptible will be corrupted again. It may take five years. It may take 10 years. It may take 100 years till it's corrupted again. But eventually, that system will be corrupted. We clearly know that the the establishment, the cabal, they want to usher in the Great Reset. We see this. They're not even hiding it. It's all over the World Economic Forum websites. They're writing books about it. They're talking about it in the news. They're not hiding it at all. And the great and and they're literally talking about digital currencies, microchips. This is all things that are now used to be conspiracy that are now being talked about on the mainstream. Yeah, this is what they're pushing for. You know that they're trying to destroy the Constitution. They're trying to get to one world government. This is part of their agenda. To do that, they need to collapse everything, all the American institutions, the Federal Reserve. The, the the dollar everything it needs energy to energy it needs it everything needs, needs to collapse but guess what if we want to win this war and we want to restore this republic and restore the world to to peace and um get get back to the way things really should be yeah all of those things need to be destroyed as well like for example if we want to win this war alan we need we need to get back to a gold backed currency. We need to destroy the Federal Reserve. Well, guess what's happening right now? The Federal Reserve is being destroyed. That's one part of it. It's a it's a razor's edge. It can go either way. We right. need that for us to win the war. We need that to happen. The Federal Reserve needs to go. It needs to be gone. We cannot have a Federal Reserve. We need to go to a gold backed currency. Okay. We also we also need the Energy Department. To be totally revamped, because look at how corruptible the energy department is. Donald Trump showed this. He can come in for four years, get gas to affordable. As soon yeah. as he leaves, it's going to go right back to the way it was. Yeah. Right back, very quickly. So we need to, that whole entire system needs to be fixed. So guess what? That system needs to be destroyed for it to be rebuilt. The medicine department, big pharma. For us to win this war... We need to fully expose and destroy big pharma. Expose them. What's happening? It's happening right in front of our eyes. These are all things that are happening. And I can keep going on and on about things that, like our agriculture, our food, our, our import-export, everything, our military-industrial complex. All of these things are things that we need to happen for us to actually restore our republic to greatness, to restore the world to greatness, to, 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 to for humanity to level up. Right. Take that next step. Because right now we're in a system of control and we need to destroy all of those systems. And I always say, if there is, if we are doing that, this is how else would you take back the country or take back the world from these evil fucks that control everything? You have to expose it all and destroy it all. Donald Trump says all the time, this can never happen again. A hundred percent. It needs to be rebuilt. It needs to be redone to put it back in the hands of the people. We know for a fact that there's things that exist, Alan, 
that yeah. they withhold from us. We know Tesla discovered free energy. We know this exists. We know we know that uh, people have discovered frequency healing. We know that they big pharma withholds cures for, of diseases and puts diseases out there for us to die. So My they, wife uses frequency healing for her autoimmune disorder, yeah. and, it, and it, it 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 works. But uh, but I'm saying on a level that actually cures major disease like right. cancer and things like this. Um, we know that they haven't put out cures like. When is the last time a cure for a disease has ever come out, Alan? No, no. Joe, Joe Biden said he was going to end cancer. He said that. And I'm waiting for that. I was, you know. But, 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 but really, really think <laughs> about it. I know. So, so this is what I say, Alan. All those things we know exist. All those things need to happen for for both for for the great awakening and the great set, great reset to happen. Mm-hmm. And if the great awakening happens, I truly believe. The way that we're going to be able to build back and and restore people's uh, faith in humanity is with frequency healing, free energy. Like those kinds of things are humanity changing, like literally humanity changing. Really think about the the, the extent that that goes to. Free energy alone would change the world forever. It's so funny. It's so funny, free energy. And I just keep thinking about what's going on in California where – Oh my this, this cock Gavin Newsom. Oh, what did he say? But was it like by 2035 he wants to or something he wants to no ban? Gas, no, no gas cars allowed. No gas cars, right? But meanwhile, today, today, because California's worried about their power grid, they're asking drivers of electric vehicles not to charge their vehicles for a third evening in a row. Literally, they're worried about the power grid. They want all their cars to be electric. They want to stop. They want to ban the sale of gas-powered vehicles by 2035. Alan, we played it on a Monday Madness, how they get the cobalt for the electric cars. Yes. We showed it. We did a yes. whole segment on it. Like This is like the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my entire life than anybody that's falling for this nonsense. Like it, South Park did it best. They've been doing the same joke for 20-plus years. Well, I'm here to tell you now. <laughs> Is very real and Super he serious. most certainly exists. You know, certainly exists. But and then you have this literal clown show, like Biden's uh, was a commerce secretary, literally said in a speech that she promises unemployed. I can't even figure this one out. Promises unemployed coal workers that they're going to be doing, I guess, getting jobs doing. Solar installations for abandoned coal mines. Like, I don't even know how that makes sense. Literally, the Commerce Secretary. So I used to sell solar. And the solar out here in Vegas is still connected to Envy Energy. Like, Envy Energy still gives this, like, it it works hand in hand. Like (laughs) Right, like... what about the like the generators that are powering the electric the gas generators that are powering the terminals to charge your electric vehicle like what what about when your electric battery goes out and you have to buy a new one and did you see the guy who had a uh uh, was it like four thousand dollars or something like that? Thirty thousand dollars, Alan. Thirty thousand dollars to replace the battery. 
$30,000 for a new battery. Yeah, here's the headlines from Newsweek, Alan. As California bans NAS, uh, new gas car sales by 2035, which states could be next? And that was on August 25th, 2022. Right. Cal- California told not to charge electric, electric cars days after gas sales ban. Right. That was on August 31st, 2022. Literally. Right. And they're on their third day of saying, you know, please don't charge your electric vehicle in California because we're worried about our power grid. Somebody in my in, in in my Facebook chat just said Sue. She said, "Uh, this winter is going to be hell globally. Heat, food, water shortages. Wake up, people! I tell you what, you know who's going to have a really tough time this winter? It's going to be interesting. Is uh like Germany and places in Europe. That's going to be interesting to see what happens this winter. I mean, I think we you know we're already I, revolting. Look what's happening with the Dutch farmers. The Dutch farmers are not right. fucking around." And they're 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 calling out the World Economic Forum. They're calling out Klaus Schwab. They're calling out the all these globalist cucks who are pushing this agenda. And it's great to see. And I, I and Italy's joining. And I I really think that Europe is going to be a wild place. And me personally, I think after the midterms, I think I think Biden's regime. I think gas prices are going to skyrocket. I think energy costs are going to skyrocket. I think they're only keeping them down artificially just just prior to the midterms so they can say oh joe biden lowered gas prices like this cuck from florida who's running against DeSantis. oh joe biden he lowered gas prices doing great things for the country he's just look look what he's doing with ukraine look what he's doing for the country he's great yeah he just actually i think he's resigned because he's a he's a sitting congressman i believe he's resigning his <clears throat> congressional seat um because you know the the uh, governor the governor campaign is uh, is heating up you know i mean but I'll say it again, Florida. Get your asses in gear and make sure you're getting out to vote in your governor election. That's because Florida, people don't realize Florida is definitely a purple state. I'm not confident. I know, you know, Big Dick Ron's got a lot of pull in Florida. I am not confident. There are certain areas in Florida where the the uh there's it's questionable how the elections are run and, um, um, you know, among other issues. And uh, I, I I don't see how Ron DeSantis can lose the governor election. I really don't. But it, don't get cocky, people. Don't stay in the governor's seat. Like, he needs to stay there. Is that's where he needs but, to stay. That's where his, his like he is the shining example. This is his last term. This is he's term yeah. limited. This is the last time. But dude, I'm I'm just saying like you know, and I, I try to convey this message to everyone in in the state of Florida, and I get a lot of pushback on it. People straight out tell me I'm I'm out of my mind for saying that Florida is not a red state. Florida is leaning towards a red state, one hundred percent. But why can't we just agree to not, there's a difference between being confident that you're going to become or, or be a red state and have Ron DeSantis as governor again, or a Republican as governor again, than just having that cocky attitude and just sitting back like, Oh yeah, we don't have any problems here in Florida. Didn't Sabatini lose his primary? Yeah. To Corey Mills and Corey Mills, who is a he's Dan Crenshaw 2.0. And I, I went at it with Corey Mills on Twitter. I was calling him out, questioning him. I says, why don't he's an arms dealer? I says, why don't you 
Why don't we talk about the rubber bullets you sold to the Hong Kong police who use it against their own people? Why don't we talk about you offering hundreds of thousands of dollars to political strategists who were supporting Sabatini to lay down and not get involved in the race at all? Not just not to support Corey Mills, but to not get involved in the race. Like he 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 did that. I know of two people he personally called and said, I will give you $150,000 to not get involved in the race whatsoever. He couldn't manage to pull Donald Trump's endorsement. He was a critic of Donald Trump. He, he rode the MAGA, you know, the, the, the MAGA uh, movement on his social media and his campaign. Corey Mills is a rhino. Corey Mills will do nothing good for the America First movement. He is the epitome of a fake America First candidate. And now he is a GOP nominee. Anthony Sabatini should have won that race, hands down. He and, was one of the best America First candidates, uh, yeah. representatives in Congress as we speak. But on, yeah, he, well, he's in, he's in the Florida State House. That's right. Unfortunately, though, you know, money talks in elections, and Corey Mills has a shit ton of money. He is a multi millionaire, and money talks. Grassroots fundraising is very is, is very difficult to win elections. And unfortunately, some of these candidates who have never run for office before, who are fundraising, aren't spending their money appropriately when it comes to voter contact media and things like that, and who aren't listening to established veteran Republican political strategists and just doing your own thing, and it's costing them elections. Laura Loomer is a, is a prime example. She grassroots raised, I believe it was like $800,000 in her campaign, and she used none of it for voter contact media. She, she just couldn't, and she's the most banned, I think, woman on social media, one of them. And she didn't spend any of her money on media so advertising. That's someone I'd like to see her tits. <laughs> Laura Loomer, not Nancy Pelosi's. Listen, listen. We're going to talk about tits. Tits are tits. Whether they're nice, whether they're not nice, you know, they just strokes on dick does not I, have tits. No, but I, I would if I was a South Park character, I'd still want to see him. I mean. I was always into those, into those, you know, freak sideshows, you know, the circuses and stuff. Like whenever there was movies about the, you know, the bearded woman or the, the woman with, with three, with three tits and, 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 and the, and the midget and this one and that one. So I'm, I'm all, I'm all into just, just seeing from afar that freakish stuff. You ever see the movie Kung Pal? No. You never seen Kung Pal? No, I don't think so. It's a giant spoof on like the karate movies. Really? And uh, yeah, the guy's special power is his tongue. It's called Tonguey. Tonguey. Uh, <laughs> That's the name they came up with? Tonguey? Yeah. They couldn't come up oh, with something else? Oh, yeah. It's exactly like it's, it makes fun of all of the old, like like the bad guy. He changes his name. He's like, my name is Betty. You will now refer to me as Betty. Uh, but it's fucking hilarious. And the 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 female... One of the female characters shows up. She's like a, a secret ninja that shows up out of nowhere. She's got one tit. 
<laughs> one breast. Like one big one? Yeah, just a unibreast. Just She's one big one. One fucking tit. That's like it. Cy- Cy- Cyclops tits. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You got if you like those kinds of movies, Alan. I think I'm gonna, you're, I'm gonna have. Well, I'll suffer through it and I'll watch it just it, so I say it, I have it. it. It's quite fucking funny, dude. Oh. I, I I enjoyed it. We were talking about Marlago Pool. I want to. I will circle back to that for a second. Did you see? Let's do it. Did you see now that they were? Uh, I think this was they breaking news today that over fifty. Uh, folders that were labeled now the folders are label classified now they said that they would that they seized from mar-a-lago were empty that fold just file folders that were labeled classified now if i'm not mistaken those folders come pre-printed like classified and stuff like and you, and you put classified documents in and they're just the folders <clears throat> so now they're trying to put out this narrative saying that the detailed property receipt of the seized documents that they got empty folders that were labeled classified that were some they they classified banners or something on them that were in Trump's office and in his storage room there were like 40 something in his office and some in his storage room laid about and they were empty so now they're saying that they're wondering if there were documents in those folders and that they didn't get all of the documents they were trying to get. Meaning that now, okay, let's look at it two ways. Could they just be those printed folders that he happened to grab a stack of them and put them in a box? Or did every one of the, it's unclear if every one of those folders were labeled like, okay, this classified document was in there at one time and we don't have the document that, correlates to that folder or this is just something else saying oh look we have 50 we have 50 empty folders that say classified on them that might be pre-printed we don't know like even if they aren't pre-printed even Mm -hmm. if they aren't pre-printed people fail to realize that donald trump declassified everything pertaining to russiagate that's even even if it has a classified stamp on it it doesn't matter but also people for, don't realize, John Solomon talked about this, that Donald Trump had a standing order that anything that he left with the, from the White House with immediately became declassified. He is the president of the United States. He is the executive branch. He has the power to declassify anything he wants. He does not need to get approval from somebody that he appointed to get something declassified. He wants it declassified. He could declassify it. He had a standing order. Anything that he left with the White House immediately became declassified. So anything that they're talking about in the mainstream media about classified documents being in Mar-a-Lago is bullshit. It's nonsense. That that standing order makes all of those talking points null and void. They mean nothing. But that's all they need to do is make it a talking point Mm -hmm. to make the the public, Joe Public, who's going to eat all of the shit that a government less, official less says and that mainstream media though, says. Alan, less and less are eating it up. That's that's what I have to say to that. I agree. There's people that are eating it up, but less and less are eating it up and it's very tough for them to hold this narrative. Like they're like every like everybody that I talk to is like, yeah, this is fucking ridiculous. Even even the liberals are like, yeah, this is ridiculous. Even the 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 orange man bad are like this is ridiculous. Like 
not many people are like it's it it's those star trek cucks that are that are out here that are cheering and fawning over this that's that's who's excited it's not the average american the, the regular average joe anymore you know who else i'm noticing among trump haters big big trump haters are um vietnam veterans in that 70 75 year age bracket and i notice a lot of people who uh, will talk shit on my social media and i go and i look at their profile and i look at it's it really amazes me how many of them are vietnam vets and then it makes me so my father who i don't i haven't talked to my father in Last time I talked to my father, I was 21 years old. And then before that, it was until I was like, since I was 17, I'm 43. He lives in Florida. He's a piece of shit. Um, he's a Vietnam vet. He was in the Navy. And I, it's so funny. I, I found out so much stuff in the last couple of years about, uh, about my father and his military record. Uh, I'll get into that in a minute. But uh, I... Where we have no communication whatsoever, but I know he has a Facebook and I've seen it a few times. And the last time I saw it was uh, maybe five or six months ago. Because my mother had said something and, and they're, they're divorced. She, she doesn't, she doesn't uh, speak with him at all. And uh, I, I, I went on his page and growing up, I've been involved in Republican politics since I'm 16 years old, young Republicans, okay? I was 18 years old. I was in my local Republican club. I was an executive committeeman, the whole thing, blah, 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 jerked me off. And it was never, politics were never a thing in my house, right? It was like something I did outside of the house. I never got into, uh, into political conversations with my father growing up, not even with my mother. My mother's conservative. I have a lot of liberals in my family, unfortunately. Great people, but they just, you know, they just completely it's fucked in the head. Fucking idiots. Yeah. So <laughs> he's got all of this. I mean, like to the extreme. My my, my father, he's out of his mind, heavy, heavy drug addiction since probably he left Vietnam growing up. You know, Narcotics Anonymous keychains all over my house. A lot of Vietnam vets had, yep. had issues because of the heroin and shit that yep. was over there. Probably why I never touched any drugs growing up because I, I, I saw my what it what it did to him and, and things, but same thing happened to Don Donnie. Right. So I look at his page and you want to talk about I mean straight up wishing death on the big bad orange man. Shred just straight up on his Facebook feed, like, yeah, I'm gonna post this today. Actually had a he and I the first thing I noticed I went on there, he had a picture. He had a picture of a coffin with Donald Trump superimposed in the coffin on his Facebook page. Like, this is what America needs, something like that, right? I hope and he knows he, that you do. I hope I, he does. He, oh, he, oh, he does. He does. I know he does. I know he does. Because I, 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 there are people that I know that still speak to my father, and he, he absolutely knows. And he, uh, I'm like... All right. So then I, I didn't think anything of it, but then that opened my eyes a little bit because then I started paying attention to the shit talkers 
uh, whether it's on, on from my show or on my social media with the comments, and then just going and just seeing what these people are about and going on their profile and realizing, wow, <clears throat> they're they're a military veteran and and all of them in the Vietnam era. I just I think just about all of them. Couple that are not, couple maybe like uh, Operation Desert Storm and stuff like that, but most Vietnam vets and the hatred they have for the big bad orange man is just un- unbelievable. But I also, what's that? Why do you think that is? I don't know. I I, I think I, I don't know. I I I don't it's know. Very, I don't... very odd to me because the Vietnam vets got treated the worst out of almost all the veterans that out of any of the wars. Yes, the worst. They they got treated very. I mean, the 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 vets in recent wars didn't get treated very well either. But they, no. like, the Vietnam vets they had. They, they would come home and they, instead of having parades like World War One or World Nothing. War II, they had parades to spit on them. Like yeah. that's, how, that's how bad it was. And who, who was leading the charge to spit on them? It was the hippies, the liberals. Yes. It was the liberals, the, yes. the uh, crazy radical extremists. And it wasn't the conservatives. It was the liberals, and it's very odd to me that these Vietnam vets who were spat on by the liberals are siding with them with anything, with anything, let alone something like this, where where we now know that the Gulf of Tonkin was garbage, and and it was a false flag, and we know that everything that happened over there in Vietnam was all bullshit and all all fabricated for the military industrial complex. And I think they tested a lot of their chemical weapons on these people down there. Right. You know, it was a lot. Oh, they did. A A buddy of mine, um, a buddy of mine, his father who is, is alive. And I, I, I know him. I, I, I've had conversations with him. He was, he suffered from the agent orange sickness. He suffers from it. And he's, you know, I think he's almost, he's pushing 80 now. And he did, uh, a lot of time in Vietnam and he's, he's very, very sick from it, but he's also a Trump supporter. Like I also talk to a lot of Vietnam vets in various, uh, you know, veteran organizations that will, will do stuff for like with my bagpipe band and stuff. And they're all, you know, con- the ones that I guess that go to like the VFW halls and things They're most of them that I talk to, they're all conservative Trump supporters, you know, that make America great again hats and everything else. And, and, you know, the Trump flags, but it's just amazing on how many come out for the hatred of Donald Trump and America First movement and conservatives uh, at, at all. Um, it, it's and and that, that I think of it, you know, like my my father never never rushed out to vote when I when I think about it, you know, growing up, like he never he never oh I got to go vote, you know, but. Uh, <laughs> It's just it, it's crazy on on because on how they were treated by hippies and, and Democrats and, and and liberals that how many of them come out and speak out against him like really harshly and don't really have a good reason why they just they don't the media dude they, yeah. they, they that's what it is dude it really is people especially that generation you have to think that generation 
they had no social media, they had no internet, they had they had none of the the, the resources that we have today. So, in le- the only information that they got was from the newspaper or from the news, because that was at the time when TV was really starting to become a thing in the seventies. Yeah, and news news anchors, etc., were starting to become a big a big deal. Right. So that generation, they're they're like stuck. It's almost like a blast from the past. That movie with yes. Brendan Fraser. Yes, it's almost like that where they're stuck in that. Like, there's no point for me to ha- get so deep into social media. I'm fucking 75 years old. I got like maybe eight years left on the earth, <laughs> and and here we are. Um, you know, some of them accolade, but let's the majority. It's a it's a blanket statement. Obviously, there's outliers. Oh, there's, but- I tell you that there's there's a there's a lot of I'm not gonna call them old people, like uh, older people, like in the 70s. That are on social media, like my, well, my- on there, but 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 I'm not saying I'm saying like the, the old people are hilarious on social media. They all have the same selfies. They all have the same <laughs> the same talking. They all do this. This is why I said your boomer is showing earlier. Well, Alan. I, it's funny you say that because my on Facebook, not on Instagram, uh, on on Facebook, there are so. Uh, so many people that engage on my posts on Facebook and I look at them and I notice a lot of the same faces and the same names and they're all like really cool people and they're they're always engaging and sharing and I, I love every single one of them. I'd say a lot of them, but the ones I noticed, the average age is probably in their 60s or up. And you know, you have your, you have your mixture in there. That that's my exactly my point. The, right. Those ages are on Facebook. Yeah, they're not on Instagram. They're not on. They're not on TikTok. Like when you see an old head, like as much as I hate TikTok, I will never have TikTok. Mm-hmm. But like you don't see like even people in their forties on TikTok. Right. Like you don't even see that. Let alone let alone see like when you see an old person on TikTok. Like there's there's a couple channels and couple people on social media that have like their grandma do shit with them because it's so crazy to see some 80 year old woman do, do some of these social media trends and they go viral because it's an 80 year old woman doing these stupid social media trends. Yeah. And, and it's a brilliant marketing plan for these kids, but that's, they're not on those platforms. They're on Facebook to well, communicate and look at photos. Like, Oh my God, look at my granddaughter. She's so pretty. But they, 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 they they're, they're more engaging. I got there's a lot of younger people there too, but they're the older people are so more engaging and and like I I they're like oh look this is how you social media you talk I love oh, it yeah. and I love it sure. and 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 I love some of some of the things that they come out with and I love I love when Basis they completely fuck. when they yeah they are and when they completely just go after younger generations in the comments like they. These fucking kids, they don't know any better now. They don't know. And I, I, I love when they go after them. You know, the, these kids, they they want to celebrate socialism. If, if they lived in socialism, they, the suicide rate would be skyrocketing, like really. Through the roof. But I, I, to be fair, to be fair, the only reason that we're in the situation that we're in is because their generation allowed it. Oh yeah, and they voted for these things, and they allowed these things to to go through, and they kicked the can down the 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 road too long, and allowed these crazy extremists to get a hold of our school system, get a hold of our food, get a hold of it because they were they, they were they were la- lazy. They didn't want to get involved. They didn't want to run for office, and now we're here. 
So I, I agree with them. This generation sucks, but at the same time, the only people to blame are them. And uh, it, it goes both ways. Uh, there's fault on both ends. And, yeah, uh, I mean, there's, there's, I guess there's, there's, there's faults everywhere. It's, 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 it's it really different is. times, different issues, different without, without policies. A without a doubt. But I, you think about it, our, I, I say it all the time. Our parents' generation is when they started attacking the food. They started going after what we eat. And they started going after how we eat it. They were bringing convenience to the table. When did the first fast foods come in the 40s? They started yeah. skyrocketing in the 50s. And then, then all of a sudden we had TV dinners. That was not a thing. That didn't exist. Because again, remember at this time, women were just starting to get into the workforce. When we start, that was also a huge agenda by the Rockefellers because they could tax more people okay. if the women weren't at home raising the children. That was also to get the parents, allow the state to raise the kid. That was a, a step towards that way as well. Oh, I love uh, those little brownies in the TV dinners. But but again, oh. the food, the food, like this whole agenda culminates over years. Like this, they're, they're very good at playing the long game. This is all done very calculated and, and on purpose. And they started with the food, the TV dinners, the fast food made everything convenient. They stopped. Like till the day my grandfather died, he had a full garden in his backyard. He would shoot, he'd take the BB gun, shoot the rabbit. I'd open up the freezer. There'd be a dead rabbit for everything in the freezer, just staring me in the face when I was a kid. Shot, shot him in the backyards, and uh, that doesn't happen. Like you go into someone's backyard and they got a full garden, you're like, holy shit, you garden? Like, right? Do that still? Like, it's very rare. Back in the day, that was like my grandfather was born in 1902. My great grandfather. Like that, everybody gardened. Like everybody had a garden. It was part yeah. of life, and he tended that garden until he was in his nineties, till he died. And you don't have that anymore. The fifty, our parents' generation is when that really started to change. Like our parents were the first generation where you didn't really have gardens, and people didn't really do that. Like it no, was fast food and Tupperware for leftovers. Yeah. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Because guess what? Mom was working. That's when. That's when both parents started being the the at the workforce. When divorce rates started to skyrocket, it was our generation, right? Our generation is when divorces started to happen big time. Like previous, our, our, our like. Like really think about it. If your if your grandparents were divorced, like when I hear about people, oh my grandparents got divorced, I'm like, really? Like, yeah. Like really like my, think about it. It didn't happen. But yeah, now, no. like like how many of your friends that you grew up with, their parents were divorced, and they were, oh, I'm going to my fr- friend, my father's house over the weekend. This, that, or the other. Like I have family members, I have friends that I grew up with. That there's so many people that that's the case, and that that wasn't really a thing until our generation. When and, my and- when my parents announced to me, I was 17 years old. I'll never forget in the kitchen when they announced to me they were getting a divorce. I looked at them both and I said, "It's about fucking time." That <laughs> was my response. Standing in the kitchen, I looked at them. My mother was standing against the counter. My father was standing uh, uh, by the dining room table, and I was standing against the stove. And they said it, and I looked at them both and I said, "It's about fucking time." And I walked out the back door because that's usually where we walk out of the house and uh got got in the car and i was off my way yes thank god it's it's (laughs) funny that you say that because i was having a conversation with my father you know what it was actually you know when justin passed away we were we were we were talking on the phone and uh you know i was very emotional I, i and i was just saying i was like dad i gotta say man i'm very very blessed and very thankful that you're president in my life and and both you and mom are still together. Like it's very, Why are you gay. 
it's it's but it, no but it's like when you hear that like that my parents are still together that's an outlier situation not many people are both their parents are still together in today's world like let's really think about it it's true the majority parents are divorced that did not used to be the case at all. No. Like I say, your grand when you hear grandparents got divorced, like it's going to be the norm soon. This generation coming up, like like our parents or our grandkids, you know what I'm saying? Like that right. our grandparents. I'm sorry, um, but but previous generations that was not the case. They the only time that they got remarried is if someone died. Um, you know that was that was how it was, and yeah. in our generation, after they attacked the food, they attacked the family nucleus. They they attacked the schooling and the education in our generation. That's when they brought the standardized testing, the SATs, the college loan uh, predatory loan. Oh, yeah. All these things happen in our generation. So they 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 get us with the food with our parents because that passes down generation to generation. All the chemicals and things that they start putting in our food with our parents and they fed to our parents. We're the, they were the test test dummies for that. Now we're we're the first generation to be born from them being the test dummies. Like our our generation and how that's affecting us. And you look how quickly it destroyed male testosterone. It effeminated men. It it it, it changed. Our human DNA. Look at yeah. what it. Yeah. And it was an agenda, Alan. There was there was purpose behind it. It was intentional. It wasn't like they accidentally did this. This this was very uh, a long game that they've been playing for a very long time, and a lot of the same families are behind it. And you look at the Rockefeller family and the American America Medical Association, our education system. John D. Rockefeller says himself, I don't want a nation of worker, uh, thinkers. I want a nation of workers. Yeah, what is, one, they don't want people thinking on their own. They don't want people in business on their own. They want the nine to fivers. You know, that's when did that start? That was the general, the word is so that, that it was the, the, the industrial revolution was our, our, our the, the generation before our parents, where they got people to get stuck in the nine to five slave world. So right. that got ingrained in our in our in our grandparents' generation. Then our parents was the food. Then we were the school and the education. And look at where our, our world is at right now. It's upside, it's unrecognizable. Like you could literally go to somebody who who was an adult in the 50s that's probably no longer with us anymore and show them America today. And they'd be like, yo, what the fuck happened? Yeah. Or you have those, and then you have people with their head in the sand that think, oh, you know. I- this is, you know, this this stuff happens. Everything's okay. Like that's my father. That's my father. That's my grandmother. Like yeah, eighty six years old, sharp as a tack, and I'm like, turn off the news. Like I I can't, I can't right. have a, a discussion about issues with her. Like we can't. We, I can't. I can't do it with my father either. It, it, it's it's wild. I was, I was I was having a conversation with my father about taxes. And I was like, I was like, I was, he's like, he's like, um, are you, are you filing taxes and this, that, and the other? And I started asking him, I'm like, I'm like, dad, I'm like, you realize that they're taking our tax dollars and they're just doing fuck all with it. Right. He's like, yeah, I know, but it's, it's part of society. You know, this, this is what you have to do to be part of a, a, a civilized society. And I said, why? And I started asking him a question. I said, do you know when, Income tax started. He's like, right, James, I don't, I, I don't want to have this conversation. I don't want to talk about it. 
Yeah, people just as if they don't care. It's status yeah. quo. They don't history. History doesn't matter. The reason why these things exist don't matter. They're just part of society. It's just the norm. So I'm just saying to accept it and move along and not question a damn thing. And it drives me fucking nuts because look at where we're at right now, guys. Like I've said it probably 10 times in the past 20 minutes. Look at where the fuck we're at. Yep. Our country is falling apart at the seams. Our, our society, our culture, everything that we once stood for and believed in is being destroyed. Like not 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 just like in a slow way. It's being dismantled. It's being Hulk smashed in a way right in front of our face, and no one gives a shit. And we're it's, financing it. Yeah, thank you. Yes, we are financing the destruction of of all of this, our, all of our institutions, everything that we once fought for. Like look, the fact that we're even having that conversation that literally a generation ago, divorce didn't exist, right? A generation ago, Alan. This is how fast things change. Mm -hmm. Yep. Our grandparents, if you hear your grandparents are divorced, like that was a rare thing. It did not happen. It happened, but it was not the norm. Our parents became the norm. Now the divorce rates are at 75% to the point where it's not even worth getting married, especially if you're a man. It's not even worth it getting the government involved. Yeah. The tax breaks, fuck all that. Yeah, it's wild. And it's because it's because of those people that say, "Oh, it's this is what happens. It's normal. This is, this is what happens." This is what we do. That's why conservative friends of mine get mad at me when I tell them they're that we're all complicit in human trafficking and the financing of it. And they go, "What do you mean?" And I go, "Well, you're paying taxes, and they're they're using it to." To, to to traffic and, and smuggle illegals and drugs and guns and we're all paying for it. We're all paying for it. No, 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 no we, we are. We're, we're, we're paying for it. We're absolutely paying for all of the, the 70 plus billion dollars in Ukraine. They already, they, the mainstream media even said that less than 30% of it is actually reaching the, the people that need it in Ukraine. Where's So that means 70 plus percent of it is just, Poof, vanishing. What was it? Rand Paul wanted uh, wanted the 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 oversight of the of the spending, and they shot it down. I think it was Rand Paul. They shot it down. They were like, "No, no, we don't need that. We know where all the money's going. No, we don't need that." Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it's almost like Joe Biden's paying back for something. Oh, just might be. Who knows? His son didn't <laughs> didn't happen to work at a major <laughs> oil company out in Ukraine. Just didn't uh, you know? <laughs> John Kerry's son didn't work there. Nancy Pelosi's son didn't work there. Nah, no and big. none of them with any experience in the energy yeah. field. Just, just magically poof, they're there. Like, like, like I wish I this was a sick joke, Alan. I like, I'm having this this conversation on air with you, and I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, this is comical. Like that that these guys work there. All three of them. Mm-hmm. No, none of them have experience, but we're the crazy ones. We're mm-hmm. the crazy conspiracy people. Like yeah. James, ah, oh, that would never do that. You're fucking nuts. No, it's, it's no, all it's, the up and up. No nepotism and corruption or anything like that. And man, no, like, Alan, you're crazy. They, uh, uh, Joe Biden's son and Nancy Pelosi's son and John Kerry's son all work in bio and oil companies in Ukraine with no energy experience whatsoever. Yeah, it's normal. That's that's yep. What what happens? Total millions and millions of dollars. Yep. 
You know, it, 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 it's Joe normal. He knows nothing about it. He knows it, nothing about it. It is completely normal for someone to spend their entire life in public service making 174000 a year to become multi multi millionaires and do the and 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 have the best luck in the in the stock market that's completely best, normal the best luck in the, the stock the best market. luck in the stock market the best when when it's a bull market when it's a bear market doesn't matter recession we're crushing in the stock market meanwhile joe biden takes office and i take a 70% hit in my investments 70 70- percent it it's slowly climbing make some changes oh just in time for the midterms so we can oh joe biden's bringing the economy back guys build back better so last the 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 december um that joe biden you know he took office in january um the following no i'm sorry it was the December before he took office, you know, he was before he was inaugurated. Mm-hmm. He, so I, I'm self-employed and I have a, a, a self, uh, it's called a SEP IRA. One of my investments, self-employed IRA, where I can put a certain amount in at the end of the year and you know, tax deferred and all that stuff. Not wow. to get into all the nitty gritty details. So I, I, I'll usually put in a lump of money and it's funny cause I, I was going to put in more than I was going to put in. Remember that South Park episode when it was what was it Kyle, or or Stan? Uh, one of them went in and with like fifteen dollars or something like that, and he's with the bank guy, and he's like, "And we're gonna and, and it's gone, and it's gone, and it's, and gone. it's gone." Literally, I'm not even exaggerating. So December comes and it's literally right bef- days before the deadline, which is the thirty first. I That's put I put um what was I? I think it was like uh it was either it was either twenty five or thirty thousand. I don't remember. It was it was one of the two. A lot of fucking money. It was a lot of money. And I was gonna put in more, but I said, now nah, you know what? I'm I like seeing it in the where I have, you know, right there, and I'm gonna put it in. And literally it was in there. I think it was the end of I think it, I think it was the end of January. And and this is never happened before it was the end of january and that was gone and like another 15 grand gone and it's gone like gone just gone you know and and it was it was wild because i i've I've never seen anything like that before a fluctuation like that that fast welcome to biden's america and you know it again you know it it and i'm not in very aggressive funds or anything i have one account that's somewhat aggressive and well, I'm in mutual funds and, and 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 rough IRAs and stuff, and and like I I watch it, I, I check it maybe every other day, I on my phone and it it goes up, and literally the the fluctuations have been tremendous since Biden's been office. By we're talking sometimes tens of thousands in a 24 hour period. Well, it, it'll be up and then it'll be down. It'll be up and it'll be down. But meanwhile, when in all four years of of Trump's presidency. All it ever did was go up and go up and go up and go up, like amazingly. And it, it's just All and people and, and people are in are in such denial that that happens who are so brainwashed into what Joe Biden is doing for this country and the world. Like, you know, lowered compl- gas prices, Alan. He lowered gas prices. Right. Oh, oh, wait, wait. 
Speaking of gas, yeah, go ahead. But but I love when they said when gas gas prices were were going up and up and up. Well, the president does, doesn't have any control, anything to do with gas prices going up. That's always a Democrat talking point. Has mm-hmm. nothing to do with it. And then all of a sudden, well, look, Joe Biden is lowering gas prices. They're gradually going down right before the midterms, going into an election. But I thought the president had no bearing on anything to do with gas prices. So I want to make a point on that before I do. I want to shout out to my man, Arthur Miller over here from Liberia tuning into the show. What's up, Arthur from Liberia? I had somebody last night from shit. I'm going to get it wrong. Was it the Netherlands? It was some. Where where is he from? Liberia? Yeah, Liberia. How are things in Liberia? Yeah, (laughs) that's got to be. Yeah. Is it it, it a good place to move to get the hell away from Joe? (laughs) Joe I don't know anything about (laughs) Liberia. How's Liberia? You got you got any? You got an apartment to rent for two? Me and James will be over shortly. Coming to hang out. We're coming to hang out in Liberia. Uh, Arthur. Um, no, I appreciate you tuning in, man. That's pretty badass. We got a listener from our Liberia. Um, but no, it's. It, I, I had this conversation before, like uh, early on in the Biden administration with someone, and they're like, "Yeah, I could show you tons of articles of how they say pre- the president has no bearing over." Yeah, who's writing the articles? gas prices and and i was like okay that's that's fine but let's let's just put put a couple pieces on the table and think logically about them you're a smart person i said this to him i was like you're a smart person you're a smart guy this shouldn't be difficult for you to figure out so when obama was in office mm-hmm. i grew up i was in new jersey gas was over five dollars yeah, New York was in office. Gas was over five dollars. My entire driving life, like the lowest it ever was, is probably like high twos, like two ninety, or the, that was like the lowest it ever was in my adult driving life. Yeah, when I first started driving, it was like it was it was below two dollars. But you know, o- Obama became president, and it just yeah. I I I got my license uh, in '06. I got my license, so it was it was already going up. Oh six! When did I get mine? Ninety seven. Ninety seven. I got my license, I believe. Yeah. So gas was low for you, but it was yeah. it was gas might even have been below a dollar for you. I don't remember, but it was it was still pretty high for me. And this is what I say to people because we're 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 getting off off topic here. So when Obama was in office, gas was over $5. D- Donald Trump gets into office. He gets the Keystone Pipeline running. Mm-hmm. We become energy independent for the first time in American history. And gas is, oil is so cheap, it's net negative, And we're topping off our oil reserves. And gas is under $2 for the first time in my adult lifetime. Yeah. All of a sudden, Joe Biden gets into office. He shuts off Keystone Pipeline. And all of a sudden, gas goes back above $5. We're no longer energy independent. We are no longer exporting oil. Oil is no longer net negative. What's the only difference here? What's the only variable? 
Donald Trump. Yeah. Like, like people don't realize. Policies. Well, Donald Trump and the yeah. Keystone Pipeline. Those are the two variables that 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 make and being different. energy independent. Yes, yes, and and being energy independent, absolutely. But those those have to do with Donald Trump's policies and directly. And yeah. people don't realize this is why it was so important for Donald Trump to get in, and this is why they never they never thought that 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 they were going to lose. Let's let's think about this for a second. If Hillary Clinton had won. In 2016, we would have never, ever, ever sniffed gas under $2. It wouldn't even have been a thought in our mind. Like, I remember before Donald Trump came in, I never thought gas was going to get below $5 ever in my lifetime. Like, I was like, this is just going to get more and more expensive as I get older. Like, that was what I expected. Donald Trump comes in, we get under $2 gas. I'm like, wait a second, we can have this? Like, we can have under, this is real? Like, we need to go back. Like, I didn't know this is possible. And it wouldn't have been possible if Hillary Clinton had gotten in. We would have never seen it. But now that we know it is possible, people are like, wait, we let's go back. Like, we need this again. Yeah. And, and this is why it was so important for that short little disruption and and hindsight's 2020 as much as we want donald trump to stay in as soon as donald trump left after those second four years after 2024 that's when things would have got bad again and we would have had no hope whatsoever it would have been like all right next 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 democrat in next whoever comes in and it would have been no change because this four years would have been nothing but orange man bad china virus china virus china virus there would have been no break there would have been no exposing the the corruption there would have been no exposing the rigging of the election there'd be no exposing big pharma there'd be no exposing the import all of these things that we talk about that constantly are waking people up at record numbers would never have been exposed if donald trump didn't get in for those four years and leave it had to be this way it really had to and and it's it's crazy to sit back and take a look at the big picture and not be so isolated what in the now and what's going on as as we're living through it cuz it sucks yeah. like we're living through the suck it's terrible for yeah. so many Americans and Alan you and I are more fortunate than so many others like we're very blessed in our situations where so many are are barely putting food on their table um and we pray for them every single day because i, I can't imagine having to go through that right now and i i feel for everybody that is going through that because it's it's it is the average american the middle class is being destroyed right in front of her eyes and that's what they want they want to destroy the middle class you will own yes. nothing yes you will but own again nothing. but again they for they want to destroy the middle class but for us to accomplish what we want to accomplish we have to expose them and this has to happen this way yeah. If Donald Trump won, it would never have happened this way. We would never expose how corrupt they actually are. So it's a double-edged sword. It really is for us to win and for them to accomplish the great for the great reset and the, the great awakening to happen. They both need to follow a similar path. And at the very at the very end is when we'll find out who won. And I truly believe the great awakening is going to overpower the great reset. And I think we're seeing that happen. As we speak, I really, truly believe that. I agree. No, I agree. I think a lot more people are, are seeing it. Listen, I, I, I've, I've talked to Democrats who say that because of the policies now and because of what it's doing to their bottom line and because they're living check to check and sometimes worse and not being – what am, all right, I'm going to pay this bill this month because I know that's important. I got to keep the lights on. 
I'll defer my mortgage for a month. I'll work some overtime and play catch up before I have to do a, something with that. And it, it, people are pissed and they're, they're saying, well, I can't vote Democrat again. Mm-hmm. And there are these are people that completely despise Donald Trump. I've had these conversations and I say, well, if Donald Trump runs for president and becomes the Republican nominee, would you vote for him over Joe Biden? And they pause for a second. I've had one person say, yes, I would. I've had most people say, I don't know, but I don't think I can vote for Joe Biden if he ran again. I would have, and, th- and they would say, would have to see who the Democrat nominee would be. I said, do you really think it would be somebody any better than Joe Biden and then what's already been put in place in his presidency? Or you think uh, another Democrat's going to come in and just say, hey, I'm going to, ch- I'm going to change everything. Yep. You know, I, I, and it's, 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 it's going to be it's, it's going to be interesting. I, I, I have a, I have a lot of hope for what's coming, dude. I really do. I really think the great awakening is 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 and we're going to enter a time in humanity in our lifetime in so, our lifetime that is is going to be unprecedented. It's going to be something that we dreamed of. And we know these we like we can get really conspiratorial and talk about Tartaria and the the even 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 in our country and in our world like cathedrals that are built and uh the world fairs that happened like all these this beautiful pristine architecture that was built and now you look at the architecture that's built it's so plain and boring and there's no detail like there's definitely modernized yeah there's there's definitely things that we're not being told about our history and uh, we know and i i talked about it i don't know if it was on tuesday or monday go look at your kids history books in school go look at them because they're teaching kids we're now coming up on the 25th five-year anniversary pretty soon um of 9 11 go look at the textbooks and see how they're teaching kids about 9 11 and the things that they're leaving out no one talks about building seven nobody talks no no you you know they're never going to talk about what no nobody about that in schools why but why that's part of the history. That's part of what what happened. That's part of what's being told. So as soon as as soon as soon as the generations that are uh, uh, that lived through it are dead and no longer talking about it, those are things that will be lost throughout history. They're not going to talk about those things. Think, think how about how times, much. How many times? About, how many times do you think that? How many times? How many times do you think that happened throughout history? Yeah, it, absolutely. I mean, it 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 happens every day, and I'm sure it's happened. So, so since the so, beginning of 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 yes, teaching so history, what's left out. now? So my 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 point exactly is that a lot of the history of the world we're not told about or aware of, and it's hidden from us. There's a reason why the Vatican has 48 miles worth of documents and, and literature hidden from us that no one can access. Well, the reason I, why these architectural buildings that you look at, like look at, look at the St. Patrick's cathedral, like look at that building in New York city. Tell me somebody could build that today. Tell me. I get it. How about, but uh, talk about history compared to when that was built. Tell me that someone could build it. No, no one's building that fucking thing. There's a documentary. I remember seeing it was a long time ago. I couldn't tell you what it was called. They were, they were basically talking to a bunch of German kids. German high school students. I think they were high school students in Germany. 
and they were talking uh, about World War II uh-huh. and asking them about the Nazis and the history behind it and what they're taught. And that basically like, and, and this was recent so, within the past 10 years about some of these German kids that have, have no true understanding of what the Nazis were. And actually some of them like are ta- they're, they're, they're taught. I don't know if it's all German schools, but these kids they were talking to, you know, that uh, they, they were talking to some girl and she was basically saying how uh, like the, the, the killing of Jewish people were necessary and, and other things. Um, it was it was wild on the and the details that that they are being taught about World War Two. I was and, always fascinated by that concept of how other places are taught about historical events. Yeah, other, like they're uh, they're uh, not they're fact. not huh? they're not taught that the Nazis were you know really bad. So um, actually, Alan, I have these two guys that I went on their show like a couple years ago. And I've been meaning this. It's just this remind. I have to blurt it out because this reminded me of of this situation. And I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to them. I'm gonna get them to come on a Freedom Friday because they're from. They live in I in in Iraq. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went up. Me and 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 Aunt went on their show. And I'm gonna get them to come on because we talked about this briefly. And I I said I wanted to have them on to talk about this. And I never circled back to have them on. Um, uh, and I wanted to talk to them about this very subject about historical events that we all live through or, or and, and we all know about that are world events and how they're taught those events compared to how we're taught the events and like almost come come together and exchange notes. Like we'll just get, get on the show and be like, all right, World War II, like what did, what, what were some of the key points that you were taught about World War II? What were some right. of the key points that we were taught? Or even if you just want to stick to wars that we're involved in, what were you taught about the start of Iraq, of the, the war in the Middle East? And well, I would love, I, for someone that lives in, in Iraq and who went to, went to school there in, the, in their, in their school system, I would love to know, what their history tells them about, you know, Gulf War and 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 Saddam exactly. Hussein and all of that, like one hundred percent. I would love to hear that. And 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 I'm actually watching a documentary right now. Uh, it's a thirteen part documentary, and it's fucking wild. And it, it goes right along with what we're talking about right now and how history is written. It's called Europa. And uh, Alan, I highly recommend you you watch it. And if if we did a watch party for something like this, um, we could, but it, it, we wouldn't be able to share it on. I don't even think Rumble would be would be <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I, but, I, I I'm so I, I have to be careful with watch parties now. You know, I turn around and get and get and get thrown off. Oh, but this is this is this is this is a, a subject that is a very tough subject to broach on social media and i can't even really talk about it on here because it will get us flagged i um, i always i'm always like I'm, I'm always fascinated on what other people are learning about huge world historic events in their countries like germany with world war ii and and even israel with world war ii well, let me and, ask you this let me mm-hmm. ask you this alan because we we're living we are living through historical day events and days on a daily basis mm-hmm. We are living through literal historical moments. And if we lose this war, 
let's just say we 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 lose this war and the the cabal wins the great reset wins and 50 60 70 years all the people that lived through 100 years from now like all the people that 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 lived through world war ii are basically gone right people that lived through the events are basically all dead so now the history of those events are just throughout the books and the stories that were told it's no longer people that lived through it and will will they be learning about world war three at that point but 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 let me let me get to my point i you might be right but Right now, the, all we know about World War II is the stories that are told, the way history was written. It's no longer firsthand um, stories and witness stories. If the cabal wins, how do you think that they're going to write the history of Donald Trump in 100 well, years? Like, what do you think that they're going to say in the history books? As, as it, it, Let's just say that... that, that events continue to go and they the great reset gets ushered in we go into a one world government like let, let's just say worst case scenario and the history books are written how do you think that they're going to write the history books about donald trump's administration about what he did the history books in my opinion are going to state that he was basically the second coming of Hitler. well he, here's here's the thing i don't think you have to go as far as the cabal wins and we end up in a one world government. I don't think you have to go that far to get what some history books are going to paint Donald Trump as. Okay. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, we we could be in the same situation we are now where, you know, America is America. We're not under one world government. The great reset doesn't happen. Because it's already happening, and they're setting the stage to write the history. Because you will have the woke literary people, mm-hmm. uh, lack of a better word, writing the history. They already are now that Donald Trump was or is the second coming of Hitler. Because they will write about you, you mentioned about how what's not being told about nine eleven. Wait until, and I don't even know if they're out yet, but I'm sure they will be very soon. Wait until the history books are written about January 6th. Oh, yeah. Just, I mean, you know, because when I, when I, when I was growing, when I was in school, there was history books. We, we, they talked about the 1993 World Trade Center bombing. I had just started high school when that happened. And that was in history books, but like I think in in like the next year or so in high school, maybe like 95, 96, I remember seeing that in one of my English history books. So just wait until history's written in the history books in public schools about January 6th, about how a political party uh, was had this conspiracy theory that the presidential election was stolen, how... You know, the the history is who's writing the history is what it comes down to. And it's like any literary book out there of, oh, this volume, this this school's using this book, this school's using that book and how the history is written. All I'm going to say is all I'm going to say is you're 100 percent right with with where you're going with that. But knowing that and knowing how they're setting the stage for writing the history of today's events should make everybody question 
history that we were told about in the past. Absolutely. The histories when there it would be impossible to sit there and think and to know that every bit of history since history has began that well, we have that, that, that it's been told correctly as it really happened. You got to question the intentions of the world wars. You have to question uh how the history was written. Um it's it's very uh it's very eye-opening and it goes to questioning you everything you gotta watch europa i i watched the first part i will I'll, I'll 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 check it out me me and the wife are always into shit like that so that'll be something they get into bitch shoot me and garrett started watching is it. that the only place it's on yeah it's the only place you can watch I'm gonna look at, oh so the and this is why especially now like you see you're gonna have two clear sets of history of what's going on in the past let's just say 10 years let's just say that where now you have people like uh what is it that that uh they they write books uh kids books and school the Tuttle twins you see those books about you know obviously written by conservatives about the cons- history and 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 things that that they feel should be taught to children and out of the public schools and whatnot, and then you have literally, I think it's uh, what's his name, uh, Huckabee, right, the former uh, governor of Arkansas. He oh, has yeah. he has his own thing about the uh, the accomplishments of of Donald Trump. I even think it's free. You can order it for free. I think they they try to get you to buy stuff, but you're gonna Crash Patel is a book too, kids book. Right, kids book, right? But you, 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 you ask you. You have to say to yourself that this is going to be the norm. Now you're going to have this side of history, and then you're going to have the other side of history, and 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 which you're going to have the people that want to study and read this history, and they have people that want to read and study. I guess you could say an alternative history. And then figure out well which one, which is the history net. Now it's it's to the point where like, well, what history are we going to agree with? Well, I don't agree with that history. I agree with this history. Well, that's already happening because that's exactly right. what that's exactly what you're going to realize during while you're watching Europa. There's actually one documentary I want to do a watch party for this one. One of my favorite documentaries. We'll probably have to do it in, a, in three part three parts. Maybe we'll do it in two parts, and then I'll do the third part by myself because it's called JFK to 9-11, Everything is a Rich Man's Game. Oh, yeah. I, I, I've i actually heard of that documentary, and, and, it, and but it's and but it's true on all, on all fronts. It's true. It, 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 well, what it does is it follows the money. Mm-hmm. It follows the money and who's paying and funding railroads to these, these, these things. But Europa uh, goes directly into – blowing up the entire narrative that we were told about world war ii like everything that we're told but now now but then you have to go as far as question it's crazy to say you have to question on 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 what's being told in some of these documentaries too of course so like we, we we could we could just i mean bottom line is well what do we believe and what don't we believe and again it comes down to where you're questioning everything and it's up I, to. I, I question. I question when people write diaries with a ballpoint pen, 
years before ballpoint pens were invented. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, fair, but fair, I, fair question. Fair question. Of course. It, at, at this point, everything is a fair question because everything at some point needs to be questioned, right? And it also comes down to, well, what are you really interested in questioning? You know, I mean, it, it, there isn't enough time in a, in, in, a, in a human's lifetime to question every single thing that should be questioned. So it's a matter of we no. know every narrative needs to be questioned because we know there's always some sort of nefarious reason behind every narrative. Some of these major narratives you have to really look into because you have to look in how it shaped the world that we live in and the, the goals that they accomplished by these things happening. Like World War I, what happened? The League of Nations was created after World War I. Mm-hmm. It's the predecessor of the UN. Like this is all this is all one step. We know World War Two. We know for a fact that some of the most evil Nazis didn't didn't not just didn't get just get away, but they went and worked for Russia and the United States. Of course. Evilest ones. They didn't fucking lose. Oh. It, the history was told in just a different way to make it seem like certain people were 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 evil. It's it's so wild to look at the history that we're told, and these are why why this is why we have to to question these things and 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 look into it. And to your point earlier, there's going to be people that look at once once the, the history that they, they tell us in the school books, and there's going to be people that look further into it. And that's what's happening right now. I've been doing this for a very long time, and that's exactly why I'm excited for you to check that documentary out. Because I'm going to I'm going to look I'm going to look into it tomorrow where we're going to. Maybe it's really good. So um, I, I I want to wrap up with something that I wanted to ask you earlier. We were talking about. Um, let's do it. Uh, Donald Trump, the the elections. So let's just uh, this scenario because I I haven't I've I've thought about it, but not as much as I want to think about it. Worst case scenario. I don't know if you could say worst case scenario. Scenario, Donald Trump does not run for president in 2024, whether it's because we're still a couple of years off and and it could be for anything. I'm not saying that Donald Trump's going to be in jail or prosecuted or anything like that. I'm saying in general, Donald Trump is not running for president or for whatever reason is, is not the Republican nominee. For 2024, Joe Biden says he's running for re-election. I find that very hard to believe. You know, they were talking about his FEC filings and saying, "Oh, he's 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 running for president." Now he he's not he he never he's not filing for running for president or anything else, but he he, he plans to. He plans to. Do you have anyone? And don't say Ron DeSantis. You can't say Ron DeSantis because that's everybody's go-to because. I I don't see unless unless it's a last minute thing. I don't see Ron DeSantis running for president. Who do you have anyone in 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 mind that would be the 2024 nominee for president? I just lost your audio. Uh there no. Absolutely absolutely not. I haven't even any thought into any of that 
Um, I haven't either. I've I've thought about the scenario, and I'm curious if anybody anybody who's listening, whether it's now or later, in the comments, Facebook, Rumble, whatever, wherever you're listening on Foxhole, is there someone that anyone has in mind who would be a Ron suitable? Paul. Ron Paul. <laughs> I don't think he's going to run for president. He, I, don't, I don't think. I don't think he has any 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 desire now to run for president. But no, you I know. have no zero zero interest. I don't trust anybody, dude. I really don't. I, I I look at actions. I look at what these politicians have done and what 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 they have been a part of and what they allowed to happen. And do you like, do you have a list of people in mind that would run for president against Donald Trump for the Republican nomination? Like, do you think Ted Cruz is going to run for president? Uh, I think he's got. I think he changed his aspirations from president to SCOTUS. Um, that's I th- that. I that's think a possibility. Once more, um, and it'd be a smarter political move to go after that than it would be to try to run against Donald Trump again because he got destroyed. Yeah, he should support uh, Donald Trump and then yeah. hope that uh, he he gets he gets a, a SCOTUS exactly. nomination. Exactly, I think that's a better political. Because Clarence move. Thomas, I think, is going to hold on until the next presidential election, election mm-hmm. in the hopes that Donald Trump. Well, we need wins. we need to because. Clarence Thomas is literally the the shining hope of the Constitution that we have left in the Supreme Court. Yeah, uh, maybe Marco Rubio will throw his hat in the ring again. I think he'll throw his hat in the ring. He's an establishment cuck. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, old Sleepy Jeb throw his hat in the ring. Yeah, I think he, um, you know, that would just be a waste of time for him. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It, like, like they're they they need to keep Donald Trump out of office. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see Rand Paul run. Um, uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see that at all. Uh, in the Republic- I don't know. I don't know if he has. I don't think he has any. I. I don't. I don't think. Uh, I would be I would, surprised if he I turned around. And- I, I wouldn't be shocked. Mm. I wouldn't be shocked. Um, but I, I really, you know, DeSantis, I don't want to run at all. I, I really don't. I think he needs to stay put and finish his term in Florida. Yeah. I want to see him. I want to see him run in 2028. As of right now, I do. That could obviously change. I, I want to see the whole system destroyed. And, uh, <laughs> I don't, I, I listen again, just a coincidence that, uh, a book written by Ingersoll Lockwood, happened to be called the last president and it was the 45th president and he happened to live in Trump tower on, <laughs> I know. And with, with Baron and, and all that it was, the book was written in the 1890s and it's in the congressional library. Just a coincidence, just, just a coincidence, but I digress. Maybe I'll, um, run, maybe I'll run for president. And uh, that's what I would love to see. And <laughs> I, I think that we need to blow up the whole system and, uh, the system, just the system. East corrupt temple down on your head. <laughs> it's gotta be biblical. Oh, it's gonna be biblical. Well, listen, I, in the perfect world, I want to see. Uh, yeah, Trump. Who would be your guy? What's that? Who would be your guy instead of Trump? I don't know. I haven't. I haven't put that much thought into it. I. I don't know. I don't know. I've put thought into it in the last 
three or four minutes that we've been discussing it, and I can't think of anybody. I have to so, really, I have to, I have to so, really sit and and think about it and uh, and and circle back on that one. Really think about it, though. Name somebody that you'd want to run instead of Donald Trump. I don't want anyone to run instead of Donald Trump. My, no, but, it, if Donald Trump didn't run, in worst case scenario, like like you were laying out, worst case I mean, scenario. If Donald Trump didn't run for some reason, it's it, he's go, you know he's going to be uh, heavily involved in whoever is running. You know, he it's going to be someone that he's you're going to run for president. But you know, listen, I I think that that Donald Trump is going to use what's happening now to again galvanize even more the base. I think if he does, when he does get indicted. Being the uh, sly fox that he is, and uh, that he will use it to his advantage, I, I almost um, believe that an indictment would help him. I really do. I believe that. I think an indictment would help. Has the raid helped him? Uh, oh, absolutely, absolutely. I feel the more and more that he is. Uh, attacked and, and politically persecuted that he gains more support. And I think that's going to continue. Um, and, and again, I, I'm not saying that that's, that's, that's a, a great reason to get support, but I think it, it goes behind because they know how non-establishment he is and what he's exposed and what he did in his four years that, you know, someone said Trump for Speaker of the House, if not President. Trump doesn't want to be Speaker of the House. He was very adamant about that. You know, you're not going to see Donald Trump as Speaker of the House, but it, it, it's it'd be nice because then it wouldn't be Kevin McCarthy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. Un- unfortunately, people out there, I have well, a feeling that uh, you know Kevin McCarthy is going to be Speaker of the House, which makes so, me nauseous on. to think about. Hold on, hold on. Let's just spitball here because you were saying earlier earlier uh if they impeached joe biden where would that get us nowhere because he's not going to get convicted and removed no i'm just let's just say let's keep this perfect world going that we're hypothetically talking so about perfect here. um let's just say we we does become the speaker of the house and uh, they then go and impeach Joey Bag of Donuts. And then they impeach Camel Toe Harris because the border czar has yet to go down to the border and check on the border disaster or any other list of things that we can impeach her for. Which, uh, perfect world. Oh, this is hypothetical. This is not what I think is going to happen. So what if? Wouldn't that be all uh, super interesting? Yeah, then he would become president because he's third in line as Speaker of the House. But again, in a perfect world, that'd be great. But unfortunately, perfect. Mathematically, it's just it's an impossibility because one to get Joe Biden convicted in the Senate is I don't see it happening. And 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 if 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 for some miracle of God that happened. Uh, I, I don't see that it happening 
to then the vice president who moves into you know being president. But no, I get it. In, in a perfect world, it, it's you know we we can we can write a fairy tale about it, I guess. But it, yeah. it's. It's fun to speculate sometimes. It is. I, it I, is. I don't think that's going to happen either. I, I, I don't. I'm no. just saying. No, I think It'd Donald be, Trump is going to announce he's going to run for president after the. You know, he's got a hundred days after the midterm, is so he doesn't get banged with the 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 uh, the campaign finances and all that nonsense. I, I think we're underestimating his his recent statements about calling for a reelection. I really do. Uh, this is the first time that he's called for a reelection. Mm-hmm. It's the first time he's actually like he said it was stolen. It was rigged many many times. This is the first time that he's actually called for a re-election. I'm very interested to see that that narrative play out because he's now calling for that. And he has every right to because we now know that the FBI got involved with Facebook and suppressed the Hunter Biden laptop. Which I guess I guess he'd have to file some sort of uh so, some sort of lawsuit or or however that would work to That's right. I, I'm very interested to see this narrative play out. Like it's it's it, it all of these things are are coming together. Like you have you have the, the deep state and the, the establishment holding on by a thread raiding Donald Trump. Meanwhile, at the same time, you have this other narrative of the election being stolen, being amplified even further beyond the Dominion servers, beyond the the the, the mules, now to the FBI and big tech. Like, did, did Donald Trump just tweeted out that Facebook's is in, in in big trouble? Like, they're they're gonna they're gonna be in big trouble very soon. We we shall see how big tech is gonna be in trouble. I mean, what are they gonna have to do? Write a check? You know what I mean? If if that, I, I get well, it. I get well, it. Do you see the reports that's coming out, out out about Twitter and Elon Musk's lawsuit that's gonna happen in October? Oh, where they something with the uh, they they lots. Yeah, yeah. 80 percent bots, Alan. Eighty percent. Now, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. If eighty percent of the users on Twitter are bots, and you go on to the comments and you go on to the threads and you see all these comments, like you look on Facebook and you see all these people saying all these nice things and and all these things that you think are ridiculous, but that's what's being commented on these posts it makes you think that there's more of these people out there correct that's that's what we found out earlier in this episode mm-hmm. what happens if 80 percent of those people are bots what happens 80 percent. well can you not control a narrative with 80 percent bots on of social course media? you can of course 100 percent. and that's exactly what happens if we find that out the, the shareholders everything they lied to the shareholders right to their okay. face People will be going to jail. There, things will start crumbling, and this is this is October. I want to know. Well, I want to. I, I I will be on board with that when they when they when they show because I believe it. Um, that they, it, that's what he wants. Like this is what he and, wants, and that and that will come out in the lawsuit. You'll have discovery, and it's going to have to. Well, we'll end up seeing what happened, and and if it's that's true and it's I'm proven, to see this narrative unfold. Like, I, like I'm really looking forward to this. Then we have Danchenko, we have the Supreme Court ruling about about who can change the election rules. Like, there's so many good things coming up in October. Lots and lots of happenings, and now now Donald Trump is calling for re-election. Lots, lots of things. I'm also curious to see uh, his his uh, new attorney that he hired in action, uh, Chris Kyes, 
the former uh, Florida Solicitor General, who, um, from what I understand, is a very, very effective attorney uh, in in many things that he that he does. Uh, so I'm 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 curious to see when he like he he's got the reins and see what he does uh, representing Donald Trump in the whole raid and uh, when the indictment comes. It's not a matter of if I think it's when yeah it's when and or right before or a little after the midterms. And that was and and that was a very you know it was very smart move, especially from what I hear from from Trump insiders. Very smart move that he uh, added Chris Kyes to his team uh, because of his experience and his track record and 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 knowledge. So it uh, it'd be interesting to see how that all plays out. And I hope it plays out not only to the point where Donald Trump is completely one hundred percent exonerated, but that in the same time, the people that need to fall fall. I think that's what's going to happen, dude. I, hope I really so. do. I, I hope really, so. really do. I, I, I just, uh, they wouldn't be raiding him if they weren't desperate. They wouldn't. They're desperate. They're, 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 and if, they, if they're, if they are desperate, that means that they're not in control because they've been in control for so fucking long. Yep. Everything, and they don't do things out of desperation. They, 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 they do things because they're calculated. Like we were talking about earlier, that long play. To take control over over the public, which they did. Yep, that was a long play. They don't do things out of desperation. This leads me to believe that they're not in control. Well, and they, they, they do things calculated, but I I do believe that there are. Uh, I I do believe that things are done out of desperation. But I I get the long game. Oh, really quick. Uh, in my chat, uh, Sue, she's talking about a thousand, the the movie um, uh, Two Thousand Mules. Uh, yes, play it over and over and over. As a matter of fact, Sue, and for everyone else out there listening, if you want to see for free, if you haven't seen it yet, Two Thousand Mules, go over to the Patriot Podcast Network on Roku TV. Mm-hmm. And 2000 Mules is up there along with What is a Woman, the documentary Matt Walsh did. Both documentaries are up there for free. It's a free app if you have Roku or a, a Roku device, a Roku-compatible smart TV. Just put in uh, Patriot Podcast Network. You can get 2000 Mules, What is a Woman. You can get my show, The Great Divide. You get We the People Radio and about 25 other different podcasts up there. Uh, there's live streaming there, like we're live on there now and a bunch of other places. But actually with that, I want to tell everybody before I forget, it's in my head. Whatever platform you're watching or listening to this now, whether it's Facebook, Foxhole, CloudHub, Rumble, wherever, um, share it. Hit the share button because people like James and myself, we constantly fight against the algorithms that completely hate us, that completely want to silence us. It takes no energy at all to hit the share button or hit the subscribe button on Rumble or whatever the button it is that people will see it. Copy the link, share it on your social media. And and, and it's literally decentralized media is today's media. 
shows like James's show, We the People Radio, my show, The Great Divide Podcast. Oh, there's so many other shows out there on Rumble, anywhere, anywhere you're you're getting your decentralized media. But you have to share it. Just share it and get the message out. Um, and we're, you know, they're not going to shut us up until they completely deplatform us, but we are making You're good headway. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Always we're the podcast network. We're, 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 we're still, we're still out there. You know, it's, it's people, thousands of people seeing us, whether it's on the audio platforms. If you're, if you have Apple podcasts, you look up, we, the people radio, you look up the great divide podcast, subscribe to it. Give us a five-star review. We have the leftists that attack us and go on there and give us one-star reviews, and then that screws up the algorithm and actually makes us less visible. So if you go on media, there... Media Matters is writing articles. Right. A mainstream media outlet is writing articles to get us removed from Apple yeah. and all these other platforms. Like They're literally spending money to write articles about us, like regular fucking... Nobodies who just get on a mic and talk shit. Yeah, just gangbanging the government, and we're regular MAGA extremists over here. And the mainstream media, like David Brock owns Media Matters. It's funded by George Soros. David Brock just coincidentally used to be the boyfriend of James Alephantis, who owns Kama Ping Pong Pizza. Um, it, 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 it can't reiterate enough. But Ed Buck funds it as well. Remember him, Ed Buck? Yep. You just... In jail, Ed Buck? Yep. You got to share us. You got to subscribe. You keep coming back. You know, we'll, we'll, we're always here. We're, we'll, we'll interact with you. We'll, we love the people that follow us, whether you're listening in America, Europe, Liberia. Yeah, I mean, my man. You know, Arthur and Liberia, my it, man, Artie. It's great. You know, I, I, I look and I, I see people actually listening to my show in, in Russia, in, yeah. in, in Australia. And and everywhere, you know, people are looking for the messaging of of really what's going on, the truth out there. And it takes it takes a certain somebody like us to put ourselves out there. You know, we all are. You know, we're we're not we're not making millions of dollars doing this. We're doing it because we we want to speak the truth and we want to forward the yeah. the messaging to everybody. Everybody already. I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah. I'm kind of retarded. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the one out here putting my face behind everything. Alan's, Alan's uh, retarded as well. Mm-hmm. Putting his face out here, not hiding behind anything. Like oh. it, it, the people don't realize how how far a share goes, how much it, it means. No, it's just even listening to the show, man. Like I'm so, it's so humbling, and I'm so thankful for the audience that we have. And the people that that uh, tune in every week and listen from all over the world. I have people, like you said, from Russia, from Australia, from yep. England, that meet, reach out. I, I wish our social media had more reach because I used to get so many more DMs from people uh, saying, uh, you know, talking about our show and things like that. But because literally less than fifty people see my stories, less than hundred people see my stories, right. No one sees like if we get unshadow banned, all of a sudden I'll get message like, "Holy shit! I thought like I thought you fell off the face of the earth. I didn't even know you you were still around." Exactly. You know we're we're you know we're live on Getter now, so you know it's it's 
anywhere you're again anywhere you're you're listening or watching hit the share button just hit the share button we're on rumble you know if you're on truth social that we were we always you know we the people radio on truth social james the great divide podcast on truth social is mine and we always have the rumble links on there retruth it we're both verified accounts and just listen you know get it get, really, get, it really get, goes a long get us way. Out there. It does. If, if you like, if you like our content, you want to support us in any way. If you can't do it by getting merch or 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 anything like that, then sharing sharing goes a long way, and it's so appreciated. Yeah. It, it I really don't, goes. I don't want you on money. I want you to hit the share button. I'm not yeah. here to grift. I want you to hit the share button. You know what? It, that's we it. have some sweet merch. We the people radio. No, they do. Uh, we the people radio does have to just have some at, nice at, merch. At the end of the day, though, no, we no one. We, we we don't even care about the sales, and because of inflation, there there's not even any margins to make any money on it anymore. Like it's it's ridiculous how expensive everything is. Um, it's really just the reason yeah. why we have the reason why we have the merch is to further spread the word, and it's like a walking meme. It's like, hey, it's a conversation starter. Like, how many times right. have you? walked up to somebody that's wearing a Patriot type shirt or a two A type shirt or a Trump type shirt. And you're like, yeah, give them respect. All of a sudden a conversation starts. That's how I made friends with somebody in the gym. I had my, my white boy, summer Kyle Rittenhouse gym bag. And they're like, holy shit, I fucking love your bag. And we start talking and now they're fucking, we're, we're friends and we work out together and, and hit the gym. It's fucking that wild. Is so gay. Yeah, super gay. Super gay. So gay. But Good. it's, but it's true. Like, that's the real reason why I, I we we made merch is to to help spread the word. It's a conversation starter. Maybe you, you're a little shy. You don't like to just randomly approach people. Well, you're you're out there. You're wearing a Trump shirt or a Patriot shirt or a We the People Radio shirt, and people see it. They're like, "Ah, oh, I like your shirt." And then all of a sudden, you start talking. You're having a conversation. Now you make a new friend. You're 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 networking. You're building relationships with people, like-minded individuals. Um. And that's important in this movement, the America First movement, MAGA movement, call conservative movement, whatever you want. You know, it's 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 you have your, your your decentralized media. You know, the people that tell the truth, whether it's it's conservative owned businesses because you could vote with your dollars, and you don't have to give to woke corporations because you could always whatever corporation is selling, you can find someone who's a conservative business selling the same thing. You just have to go and search for it. So. Well- Aaron, we learned we learned in this in this movement people that um we trusted people that we thought were friends family members we learned how quickly and all the only thing that it took was a little bit of fear to get them to send us up the river to turn oh, yeah. us look at how many people that that are in your life that you thought you could trust or go to battle with and then you realize like, yo, what? Nope, they're I just gonna re- they're gonna take the name. I can't rely on you for anything. Nope. And um it's it's really crazy to think because prior to this happening, we wouldn't know that. Now right. I know. I know where everybody stands. I'm fine with it too. I'm perfectly comfortable with it, where whatever whatever side you decided to choose. I'm perfectly comfortable with that. Yeah. But but at the end of the day, I I I know what side you're on, and if push came to shove, I can't rely on you. Right. And I I don't expect don't expect me to rely on you, and uh, don't expect me to save you either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just being real. Um, 
you know, because it's 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 crazy. You would have you would you would have sold you would have sold me down the river to the cops for for nothing, for literally nothing, just because you were scared of the cold, and you expect me to try to save you. Fuck out of here. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The bottom line, people, get involved, do something. You know, show a little. Uh, show that you have a set of balls. Get out there. Why are you doing that? Question everything, and just you know, do whatever needs to be done for you and your family to keep your freedom and your rights. And that means getting out and voting, getting people out to vote for the right people, getting involved and behind the right people who are running for office who you truly believe in, who aren't, you know, part of the establishment. Directly to their campaigns, not to the party. Never give your money to the Republican Party whatsoever, ever, 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 ever. Those text messages you get, I get 30 a day. Those text messages you get that says, I'm I'm Donald Trump. It's not Donald Trump. Donate to the candidate you are supporting. And mm. uh, I'm actually working on getting uh, getting a couple maybe to join us on a couple uh, Freedom Friday segments. I got to reach out to J.R. Majewski in Ohio's 9th District. I think we're going to get him on to talk about some, uh, some stuff. But uh, I think with that, James... We'll be we, back uh, we completed another Freedom Friday. Another three-hour and 15-minute banger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Non-stop in your face, gang-banging on the government. Couple in of your face, people. just spewing freedom all over the faces of willing Americans. He's talking about freedom, you fucking queers! <laughs> but Alan, it's been fun. We'll yep. be back Monday. Another Monday madness coming up. Everybody have a great week and happy late. What's Monday's Labor Day? Actually, Monday's Labor Day. We're still gonna do a Monday madness on Labor Day, right? Madness, yeah. So everybody enjoy their Labor Day weekend. I'm. I'm we'll, we'll be here on Monday for Monday madness on Labor Day, six thirty uh, p.m. Eastern. Six thirty p.m. Eastern. Go give Alan a follow. Go subscribe to his show. Check him out on all major podcast platforms. Give us a follow. Go subscribe to our show. Shout out to our sponsors, Kush Creams, number one topical game, 21-time Cannabis Cup Award winning. Kushcreams.com, code GREAT1776 or WPRUSA for 15% off. Or Mikey Pillows, go to MyPillow.com slash WPRUSA or MyPillow.com slash GREAT1776. You get tons of discounts and can't forget our favorite CBD, the serious CBD, number one CBD on the planet. Where did mine go? Um... Pick it up today. There it is. Go to serious-cbd.com, code WPRUSA. We really appreciate everybody listening. Alan, it's been fun Friday. Another three-and-a-half-hour banger. Yes. James, We the People Radio. Go follow him. Alan, Great Divide Podcast. We'll see you all Monday, 630. Have a good weekend. See you later.